with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white man! And a white female, too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> We are learning now, just moments ago, that this, the Mueller letter has, in fact, been delivered to Capitol Hill. You heard Nadler just moments ago raise questions about uh, Barr's credibility. We know more about your deep involvement trying to cover up for Donald Trump. You have betrayed that trust. America deserves better. You should resign. No, why not? You still have a situation where a president essentially tries to change the lawyer's account in order to prevent further criticism of himself. Well, that's not a crime. Attorney General Bill Barr has perjured himself in Congress twice. He lied to Congress. If anybody else did that, it would be considered a crime. Uh, nobody is above the law. Should he go to jail for there's a process involved here, and as I said, the committee will act upon how we will proceed. I doubt it. You are fake news. Go home, bitch. Very fake news. You cannot be serious. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of I don't give a fuck. Skag is free over here. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. Flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Lot to talk about tonight, as always, including... Facebook and Instagram purge several prominent conservative voices, mm. and also Louis Farrakhan. They just toss yeah, that I just throw that throw that, that far right Louis Farrakhan. If you saw some of the headlines, uh, which I discussed this week, but I want to return to because there are a few uh, items I did not get to touch on. One, Snoop Dogg rushes to the defense of Louis Farrakhan. I know, I know that was interesting. And then Trump uh, on Twitter has since signaled he's maybe serious about the social media censorship issue. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Good. I want my Twitter account back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trump will personally force Jack Dorsey and VJJ at Twitter to give you your, your Twitter back. <laughs> Attorney General Bill Barr, you heard it in the intro there, appears before the Senate Judiciary Committee and Democrats and media do everything they can to make another scandal out of this, despite an utter lack of controversy. I've, I enjoy the circus. I enjoyed listening to these clips more than I thought I would. So we'll go through them, oh, even though Blonde is totally over it. I don't know. But. Don't you just feel gutted? Like, I just can't rouse any enthusiasm for this because I'm <laughs> so tired of this story. I'm, I'm entertained by it, and I'm operating under the premise that they're self-destructing. So I'm enjoying it in that context. I hope but you're right. We'll see. Um, the situation in Venezuela escalates with violent clashes between, between protesters and Maduro-loyal military forces. 
Reporting on this, MSNBC oddly admits the citizens of Venezuela have no power because they have no guns. Odd, that. We'll check in on that. And a pair of campus crazy incidents in Texas. Did you get a chance to watch through these? Yeah. The first one involving yet another MAGA hat theft. That one is entertaining, but not necessarily surprising. The second involving pro-abortion protesters vandalizing a cemetery for the unborn. I used to think pro-abortion was an unfair term to use. No, no, they deserve it. These protesters are explicitly pro-abortion. They are yay abortion protesters. Which we have encountered IRL. This is like what what I saw in Cleveland multiplied. They're even worse. So take a look at that. And then uh, hoax hate out of the UK and surprise cringe to close. I got a good one for you, but it's uh, it does not involve the exploitation of children. So there we go. Good. Yeah. Always got to qualify in the post Desmond <laughs> world. And of course, we will take super chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good. Low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thanks for liking the show on YouTube. Thanks for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for supporting the show on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. And thanks for emailing us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Remember, if you'd like some sweet deals from fellow listeners on ammunition and firearms engravings, from Phoenix Ammunition and Sonoran Defense Technologies, check out mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Linked in the description. And speaking of our friends over at Sonoran Defense, I was peeping their, uh, their Instagram last week. And I found a, a secret, a secret item that is available from them, which is the ultra rare Hong Kong P mag. <laughs> and so I said, just take my money, get send me one of those. I got the Hong Kong P mag right here. Very good. So if you go to Sonoran Defense's Instagram page, they have secret items like this that you can get, uh, and that's linked from the website as well. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com/deals linked in the description. Also, uh, the the meetups continue on, man. I can't believe how successful these are. Uh, we have one out of uh, out of Alaska. So cool! Meeting up at a, a gun they range in Alaska. Yeah. I actually did not catch where this is in Alaska, so that's a very broad area, but presumably in like Fairbanks, Juneau, Anchorage, yeah. one of those places. I'd I don't know. So. Maybe you guys had to drive like a thousand miles to find <laughs> each other, but we're glad that you did. And speaking of traveling long distances, I'm told they also did that in Indianapolis. Big oh, meetup yeah. at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Indianapolis, which I'm a big fan of. B-dubs. Matt does I n- love B-dubs. I never feel good after I eat there, but, <laughs> but I always uh, want to go there for whatever reason. Oh, that's so cool. People drove over 100 miles. That's yeah. what they said in the wow. email. Some people drove over 100 freaking miles to meet up with, uh, with fellow listeners of this show. So we're glad you guys are... Uh, having a good time forming a community. Very cool. And we got a piece of art from Sean. Uh, Sean uh, giving this depiction in celebration of three years of this show. Yeah, Me it as has a, been three years. As the barbarian in an all-out duel it's with you. It's been three years, like down to the day. Right around there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is technically the three-year anniversary or if we're a week or two off or whatever it is, but... Sean, of course, has been listening for most, if not all of that, and supporting the show the whole time. So, so thanks, man. Thanks for helping us uh, get as so far much. as we have, and hopefully even farther. We'll see. Last uh, little update. I, um, I mentioned on Sunday and played the, the terrorist threat I got from 
some communist named Monkey Lungs. Yeah, I think people thought that we actually thought that they were serious. <laughs> we got a lot of well, comments on that. Well, don't if Monkey Lungs finds out that you don't think that he's serious, he'll come after you oh, yeah. too. Totally serious. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is the communist terrorist who says, I have until June 5th to leave the country or else I will be Coors Light waterboarded, as you saw depicted. <laughs> well, during the stream last week, you'll recall, he super chatted that uh, he super chatted us, our show, and it was in Canadian dollars. So I called him out and I said, you're a fraud. You're not even in this country. You're not going to kick me out of the country when you're Canadian. Yeah. You can't do anything. Well, he, sent, hat. He, he sent me an email and he says, do not let my Canadian currency fool you. I deal in Canadian currency because I reject American capitalism. <laughs> I wish Trudeau was our president. June it 5th, Matt. June 5th. And he linked me to a countdown, a uh, countdown webpage. So <laughs> again, I have no special knowledge of what is going to happen on June 5th. But uh, we'll find out. And we'll find out in the worst case scenario because I do not negotiate with terrorists. I will not bow to comrade monkey lungs. Give me your worst. I look forward to June 5th. That's marked on my calendar as well. Um, some quick stories before we hop into the Facebook banning. I was mentioning uh, with you before we were live, I thought maybe you might have a strong opinion on this, but, but I guess not. Uh, and actually, neither do I, but I want to discuss it. I sort of do. I've got a strong opinion on the more, in the more general sense, yeah. Well, this week, uh, the controversy of the week, of course, is that Paramount Pictures released the trailer for the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And much like the reveal of Will Smith's genie for the Aladdin reboot, the audience is not happy with Sonic's character design. Here's what that looks like. Gotta go fast. Basically, it looks like I'm going to have to save your planet. All right. So which is worse, in your opinion? Which one bothers you more? The the Will Smith genie or the Sonic, the reboot Sonic character? I don't care about either of these things. The, what, the problem I'm having is that there are no new ideas. Like nobody can conjure a new freaking idea. It has yeah. to be some revamp of some 90s thing that we all loved as children. Why? Why? I don't know why, but these both look so bad that I'm excited to see them. Like, I'm 100% going to see both of these movies. Are you serious? Yes, 100%. You're going to give these people money, and I yes. can't get you to watch Star Trek or a variety that of is, other that's correct. legitimate I shows and haven't films. seen a classic movie in my life. Totally uh, illiterate when it comes to quality cinema. Definitely going out on uh, release weekend to see the Aladdin reboot just to watch Will Smith in this ridiculous costume. That's insane. Why? <laughs> but apparently the, uh, the pushback has, uh, has made the director of Sonic say he's going to redesign the character. Right now he says he's just, they're just going to do it with the teeth. People were very mad about the, the creepy teeth reportedly. Uh, no word on the eyes or the long, lanky body, which were also criticized. I actually this, don't really, I'm not super offended by it. He's just a cute little head. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was kind of weird looking, but not so much that I would have been outraged by it or something like that. Why is this I a think, movie anyway? 
I think the genie looks way worse, personally. Yeah. Will Smith's genie looks way more ridiculous. So now your most inventive movie idea is a movie based on a 90s video game. Is that what's happening here? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, fine. Hmm. So we'll see. They have until November. But the, the, the trailer here had like half a million dislikes. People were, were very enthusiastic in their distaste for this particular trailer. We all saw so, what happened with Willy Wonka. Don't go down this nostalgia route. Nobody is happy. Yeah, and we were talking about that before live too. It's like nostalgia is a little bit inflated and distorted for a reason. You go back and look at these old movies and video games. Yeah, they're classics of your childhood, but are they really that great by today's standards? Do they really hold up the test of time? No, Some, you can't watch but, things through the eyes of a child again. Let that go. Yeah, Let it exactly. live in your memory as it was magical when you were a child. Yeah, that's a good point, too, is like my perspective as an adult man is not the same as a child who's full of intrigue and wonder and right. impressionability and all that. Yeah, Yeah, those days are gone. Yeah, now it's, yeah, we're, we're way past that in terms of being jaded and, and yeah. not caring about this sort of thing. That said, I, for some reason, I have this appetite to watch these things be bastardized. Like I, because you're a cringe connoisseur. Exactly. It's like one of I your worst character failures. Although good for it. the show. Yeah, I love it. And we'll have more of it toward the end, of course. Um, moving on though, uh, the, the, quest for justice for the Covington kids continues. Nick Sandman's legal team. Nick Sandman of Covington fame recall the original MAGA hat smirker facing off with Nathan Phillips. His legal team is now suing NBC for $275 million specifically for falsely characterizing that interaction as a quote hate crime. Yes. This of course is on top of similar lawsuits filed against CNN and the Washington post previously. So not a lot of new information, but we'll keep an eye on it. So this is what everybody that is slandered by mainstream media needs to do. We could bring down these organizations. Hmm. Good for this it, kid. Well, yeah, if these organizations actually got gawkered, like CNN, Washington, that would be in, that would be something to see. But uh, well, they have no interest in reviving journalistic integrity, so it's actually a very feasible game plan. Why can't every person that's been slandered in this way, like just class action them or something, class action the shit hmm. out of them? be unapologetic and just viciously attack their finances. I love it. This kid is on the war path. I am so proud. Hmm. In, uh, in other legal updates, remember the case of Justine Damon, the Australian woman who was uh, shot dead by Minneapolis police officer and Somali immigrant Mohammed Noor in summer 2017. We, of course, just uh, covered that story as it was breaking that summer. Recall Justine Damon called 911 to report what she thought sounded like a rape event in her neighborhood. Noor and his partner arrived on scene and Noor shot Damon. Both officers had their body cameras switched off. They're not required by the rules of the Minneapolis Police Department to have them on at the time, at least. Anyway, Noor was charged with third degree murder and second degree manslaughter in March 2018. Ugh. On Tuesday... Nor was convicted of third degree murder, uh, convicted of that third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Those charges sentencing is scheduled for June 7th under Minnesota sentencing guidelines. He is likely to face multiple years in prison. Secondarily, is he going to go to jail for the rest of his life? I would like to point out that James Field Fields got, you know, 400 plus years and first degree murder for what was clearly not a planned murder. And this guy gets what he's going to get a few years. It in sounds the like a couple of years. Yeah. <sighs> Absurd, the state of America. 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they are different jurisdictions, but that is certainly not the only explanatory variable. I will grant you that. There's no diversity but angle here. Interestingly, on the other side of this is critics are calling this a product of a racist justice system that Mohammed Noor didn't do, you know, and, and so... <laughs> you said so, that, not me, okay? All right, fine. Whatever. And uh, Mohammed Noor did not do anything wrong. He's a non-Dindu. Yeah. <laughs> And, and uh, but yeah, so I've, I've seen a lot of commentary out of Minneapolis uh, or just the country in general to that uh, effect. But I don't know. I'll, I'll trust the I'll trust the jury. I, my understanding is the jury deliberation was pretty brief. It wasn't this wasn't like some long drawn out thing. So it seemed pretty clear cut. I'm not even happy about the class action lawsuit because, you know, I wouldn't like let somebody in my family die for 20 million dollars. There's no amount of money that's going to fill yeah. this hole. Um, and what did you say? It, it, it totally drains their insurance. Yeah. Their, let me uh, get this story here. Although the star tribune has some stupid ad going self-insurance fund. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to look at the star tribune article here and they got no way to close their stupid ad about taste of Minnesota or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. As you mentioned. All right. Okay. Well, we're just not going to look at it. <laughs> as you mentioned though, the family, the city of Minneapolis is going to pay out $20 million dollars. Uh, to the family of Justine Damon, as announced on Friday. The settlement will drain the city's self-insurance fund, which was previously projected to have $27.1 million in it by the end of the year. This thing, this this settlement is basically going to wipe it out. Well, but, this uh, wouldn't have happened if there were no Somalians in Minneapolis. I'm just that saying. is that is an expensive diversity quota that, yes, that, uh, that they're paying for, for sure. Uh, did you see this clip of Joe Biden? Quick update yeah. on the campaign trail. Woo! Death. So death. Joe Biden officially in the campaign, as we discussed last week, he's on the campaign trail in Iowa on Friday and he was describing, I had to listen to this like three times to even understand what the hell he was talking about. This is an accurate description. I think from the Washington examiner. Anyway, he's describing how the American workers displaced by job loss and globalization can adapt to, to new tech centered jobs to illustrate the point he described a visit he made to Detroit in which he saw firsthand how this is literally his language, how local entrepreneurs trained local women of color in the hood to code. And this was to fix <laughs> city, <laughs> city infrastructure needs. Here's Joe Biden. Now you see what's happening in Detroit. What's happening in Detroit and many other cities around America, the centers of the cities that were abandoned before in fact, people are coming back. But here's what we found out. They came through bankruptcy. It applies to a lot of cities. They came through bankruptcy. They found out as we got back in the deal, we were able to provide for a significant increase in the services and capabilities that were available there. We found out there were not enough. When the exodus occurred, the people who, they didn't know how to turn on, the city didn't know how to turn on the streetlights, the water system, the sewer system, because it was all computerized. We needed people who knew how to code. And they'd all left and moved, black and white, they moved. And through a program we had through community colleges, we said, look, find, put together a program for us where we can teach people how to code. So they went out literally into the hood and they found, <laughs> turned out, 54, and they had to be all women, the vast majority were women of color, no one with more than a high school degree, ages 24 to 54, and, and, Half, almost a third of them only had a GED. 
Uh, oh somehow I doubt the veracity of this story that it was all, it was 50 women of color who learned to code to save the city of Detroit and turn their traffic lights back on. Yeah. Citation if coders case. all had to be black women, nothing in this country would run. You said it, not me or any company. Yeah, I did say it. Come on. <laughs> are we going to, are we going to pretend here that it's okay, fine. All right. I'll, I'll pretend I'll play this game. I'm open to the evidence. Hmm. If Joe Biden will provide me with that. And the hood that clearly rolled off his tongue. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure he uses that colloquially all the time. Yeah. Uh, no word if Biden has been banned on Twitter for saying learn to code. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if we'll see if Jack gets to that one. Lastly, uh, good news that you know assuredly will go somewhat underreported. Uh, New York is, Times um, is reporting it though. Yeah, but it was the economy that wasn't supposed to happen. I love how they reported this. Yeah, everywhere that I looked for this today, it was like, this wasn't supposed to happen. How is yeah. this happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, jobless rate receded to its lowest level in five decades. Employers added 263,000 jobs, and it was across the board. It was a good spread of jobs. Uh, very job diverse, creation, you say. Very, lots of diversity. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the job creation estimates of previous months were revised up and average hourly earnings continue to rise at a steady rate up 3.2% over the last year. Um, let's compare that with projections. <laughs> the Federal Reserve published just three years ago in mid 2016, Fed officials thought that the long run rate of employment would be around 4.8%. And this would coincide with the 2% inf uh, inflation. Um, so, Instead of just reporting that the economy is, you know, going super well, they're like, wow, this is this really wasn't supposed to happen. I think that's the actual New York Times headline. What yeah, I think this here? is like their blog thing as opposed to like their front front page type stuff. But at least they're reporting it. I mean, still, it was kind of, it's kind of funny the way it's framed. Yeah, for sure. How is this possible? Oh, yeah. The, the headline, the economy that wasn't supposed to happen. Booming jobs, low yeah. inflation for our audio only listeners. Yeah. Whatever, good for uh, Trump. Yeah, so good for everybody. Good for this country. Uh, you know, to the Bill Mars of the world who who were saying that they'd rather have economic disaster just to prove their political point. So yeah. spiteful. Yeah, everybody should be celebrating this regardless of whether you believe in the economic philosophy or not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on to the Facebook bannings, I discussed a little bit already, but as I mentioned, I did want to return to the loose ends. So just to refresh everybody about what happened facebook and instagram ban banned alex jones again and this basically means not only is alex jones already banned but you'll be banned if you post infowars content or basically even discuss what? it or reference it positively on instagram and facebook yes correct that's insane so don't i presumably as i was saying in the video you can't even make like an infowars response video if i wanted to like debunk infowars and play some of their clips. Presumably that would be punished. I'm not going to test the system. And I don't promote my YouTube stuff on Facebook anyway. So I don't care. But anyway. Um, the others included are Paul Joseph Watson. Milo. Laura Loomer. There's some others. And then uh, Louis uh, Farrakhan. And they were all deemed dangerous individuals. And when you look at the policy. Facebook's policy on dangerous individuals and organizations. These are people like terrorists and serial killers. That's that's who Paul Joseph Watson and the rest are lumped in with now. Man. When stuff and like this happens, it really is a reminder of the of the current zeitgeist. Like if people like this are viewed as extremely far right to your average person, yeah. it just makes me feel really connect disconnected with with 
the perception of who is actually far right. People don't actually think this, do they? I don't know. Uh, th to me, this is the worst round of bannings because for a bunch of reasons. One, how restrictive it is on someone who just wants to like isn't associated with InfoWars and just wants to discuss it. Like I can't link an InfoWars webpage right. without being banned. But secondarily, th there's no attempt made to identify what specifically these people did. And that's part of the reason they were just banned en masse altogether. So Facebook has named nothing. They just said they went through a long process of evaluation to decide to deperson these people. So um, random. And, and oddly enough, of, <laughs> there's, there's, of course, a lot of conservative, libertarian, whatever, right of center, um, criticism, outrage, whatever about this. But surprisingly enough, some of the most high profile reaction came from Snoop Dogg on his Instagram account. Mad not about Infowars or any of the rest, but mad about Louis Farrakhan. Snoop Dogg had this to say on his Instagram account. For real, that's how y'all feel? <clears throat> so Facebook and Instagram just banned and minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to know for what? All he ever do was tell the truth. <laughs> but y'all going to ban him now. All right. What if we ban y'all? What if we stop yeah. fucking with y'all? Facebook and Instagram? Yeah. How the fuck y'all going to ban minister Louis Farrakhan for putting truth out there? I stand with him. I'm with him. Ban me, motherfucker. Ban me. Because I'm going to keep posting this shit. I'm going to keep putting Minister Louis Farrakhan out there. That's my dear brother. Fuck y'all that got a problem with him. Sorry about that, Minister. I had to, <laughs> had to bang for you. I know you don't permit that. But that ain't right. It's not right. It's a bunch of motherfuckers y'all could ban. But y'all choose Minister Louis Farrakhan. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. Louis Farrakhan <laughs> does not permit the F word, but calling the Jews termites is, is just fine. Um, I mean, good yeah, for Snoop, but what he said at the end there, which was um, there are tons of people that you could have banned, but you banned Louis. That leads me to believe that he's not okay or that he's he would condone kind of a different kind of censorship. Maybe. I wish... I mean, maybe he's commented on it. I, I would like to hear what Snoop would say about Alex Jones and Milo and the rest of them. Because yeah. I... Don't get me wrong. I am not a, a Farrakhan fan, but I support Farrakhan's uh, free speech in the same way I support everyone else's free speech here. And I would I would like to think that Snoop would do the same. But for his uh, promotion of Louis Farrakhan, I agree with what he's saying in terms of banning people and free speech and all this stuff. I don't care about that, but, though. I mean, what we need to realize that the more we drive people with extremist points of view underground, the less we're going to know what they're up to. Yeah. The more synagogue shootings we're going to have. It's like yeah. the, the obvious outcome here is violence. Do these people not understand that or is that what they want? I don't know, but it's it's nice to see the president waking up to this a little bit. Trump yeah. tweets out. Um, uh, it looks like on Friday, I am continuing to monitor the censorship of American citizens on social media platforms. This is the United States of America, and we have what's known as freedom of speech. We are monitoring and watching closely. Not only that, but he, uh, he got a lot of people's jimmies rustled by retweeting controversial conspiratorial far right figures like PJW himself, who oh, was yeah. promoting his video on the issue. And PJW says simply dangerous, uh, dangerous, my opinions or giving a handful of giant partisan corporations, the power to decide who has free speech. You decide fair enough. And then um, Lauren Southern as well saying uh, Lameo at establishment conservatives who think they won't be labeled 
the new dangerous or extremist voices when those to the right of them are all banned. Good luck with that one, guys. And she threw in the white power symbol for good measure. The old A-OK white power. That is huge. That's huge. (laughs) I mean, he's retweeted Candace, but, uh, you know, she's got that black cred so he can protect himself to some degree. But this is the first time he has actually interacted with alternative media in this way. Yeah, and there are plenty more. You see here Jeremy Boring, the guy who runs Daily Wire, um, if you scroll through the timeline here, timeline, there are several, like Charlie Kirk's in here, Students for Trump, he's, he's uh, got Drudge Report up, a lot of alt-media figures that he's using his influence to, um, to promote. And of course, this gets painted as conspiracy theorizing and all the rest, but you know, simply calling people or stories conspiratorial or conspiracies does not actually address the arguments that they make or the information that they reveal. So good for him. I'm glad Very that good. Yeah. I, again, you know, as someone who's really conflicted on what the role of government ought to be in solving this problem, I have no problem with the president using his own speech and his own influence to at least make people aware of what's going on here. And I, I, I will praise him for that, for sure. I'll throw up a white power symbol for that, for sure. Uh, so good for him. And uh, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. By, by Facebook's own... Uh, policy description and the reason they banned Milo PJW the rest Snoop Dogg himself should be banned yeah. you're, you're not allowed to praise these depersoned people and you're not allowed to associate with them apparently PJW because PJW you can't connect him to violence you can't really connect him to anything they can he- connect anybody to violence though you see what they've been to, saying about Martin Selmer the Hill tweeted the other day that he has a close association with Brenton Tarrant, the Christchurch. Which was what, a PayPal donation once? Yeah. Yeah. An anonymous donation. I mean, how a close association, and that's the hill. They can invent these associations with violence yeah. in any way they see fit. Well, that's the thing. So uh, with PJW, it was basically association with Alex Jones and InfoWars. With okay. Milo, they ripped him for praising and or associating with Gavin, which for the life of me, I'll never understand why Gavin is the ultimate villain in all of this yeah. to a lot of these people. But Snoop Dogg just did the exact same thing. He just went up there and said, I fully endorse Louis Farrakhan. All he does is tell the truth. I endorse everything Louis Farrakhan says, which by the way, the spiciest speech of this entire group is Louis Farrakhan by far. Nobody's saying stuff that's as, as over the top spicy as Louis Farrakhan. That's for sure. And Snoop's on there promoting it and daring them to ban him. They, but they don't do it. Yeah. Well, they're not going to do it because there would be cultural reverberation, especially within the black community that that would really piss them off. I don't think that they want to go there. That just lent to me, goes to the theory that I buy, which I know PJW was speaking about. I I agree uh, that they probably just threw Farrakhan in there because they have to toss in one. Like we're just going to toss in one progressive, one leftist, like one black nationalist or something. I think it was ill-advised. They probably shouldn't have bothered. I just think they wanted plausible deniability to say it's not political. We'll just they don't throw give in a the- shit about plausible. They didn't even give a reason that they did this. I know. But they don't it's- care about that. Whatever. They're killing their own platform. It's like nobody likes, a, a, especially Generation Z. They don't want to be on a platform where their parents are and yeah. that censors people for extremist speech. Hmm. Uncool. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. And now we'll see if Jack stands strong because remember how strong he stood when Alex Jones was banned before and uh, uh, but still allowed on Twitter. Remember, mm-hmm. will Jack continue to allow PJW 
and um and the rest of these people is lewis uh, Faragon still on twitter i don't know but pj pjw is laura loomer's gone um uh i just it's, it's, you know it's i listen a checkerboard to of censorship at this point i forget who's on what um armstrong and getty this is this show that i like they're these a big radio hosts but you know they're of the boomer civic nationalist orientation when they were talking about this they were like um and they're conservative they were like Laura Loomer, who's some kind of anti-Semite. <laughs> and I'm listening to this. I'm Laura like, this Loomer's has... like the most in-your-face Jewish person on the internet. Yeah, but I think yeah. that the general perception of her, that the media, the way the media is painting her, is that she's anti-Semitic. I, I think that that's she's why they self-loathing that. Jew, or do they not? Are they not aware? I don't of think her that Jewishness? they knew. I, I think that that's just kind of the impression that they got. They corrected it later in the show, but I was so appalled that they said that. I'm like, is this what your normie? boomer thinks it, it just goes to show the mantra or the cliche of repeat a lie often enough people start yeah. to believe it yeah that's that's generally how this stuff works you smear Outrageous. a person enough with ridiculous accusations it'll start to stick regardless of how uh, how uh, untrue it is and by the way i yeah. say this i hate that i have to do this but like i i am personally very annoyed by laura loomer i've discussed it on this show many times that whole caesar stunt totally yeah, but turned I also, off by i hated that. her here she you yeah know, all of us get our reputations destroyed with this career, our career options eliminated. And then when they take your, when they deperson you, when they unperson yeah. you, they take all your platforms, then it's like, well, what do I even have anymore? And that's why she's yeah. melting down. Of so course. like, I, I feel for her. I don't really care if I find her tactics annoying, whatever. She's done sure. a lot of good. She has. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's annoying that you have to qualify every time. Listen, I support this person's right to speak freely without saying, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not Snoop Dogging for Laura Loomer. I don't agree with everything cares, she says. Who cares, though? I'll, yeah. I will say the same thing for Louis Farrakhan. It's, it's yeah, like, absolutely. I want to hear everybody's stupid speech. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of stupid speech, thanks for the transition. Ew. This Bill Barr circus, which I am inexplicably excited to discuss, because I guess it's the, the depths to which Democrats will dig for a scandal. I continue to be impressed uh, foolishly thinking maybe there was a chance the Mueller issue would go away finally. My God, have they revived this thing? This is going to be a zombie controversy probably for the remainder of Trump's first term. And yeah, if there's I'm a super second, surprised. This is in, into the second one. So, did you follow the scandal that led up the scandal in in air quotations that led up to Bill Barr appearing before the Senate committee? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you didn't, if you missed out. Um, Bill Barr, apparently, this was reported, this was broken, this bombshell from the Washington Post on Tuesday. The Washington Post published a letter that was sent from special counsel Robert Mueller to Attorney General Bill Barr, express, expressing frustration that Barr's four-page letter to Congress, remember he sent the letter to summarize the Mueller report before the Mueller report was released because they had to redact it all to, by the way, comply with the law. So Mueller sent Barr a letter that said, hey, your letter to Congress summarizing my report, quote, did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of Mueller's report. Oh this, God, of course, who is... Who cares? The, the actual report's out. Who cares? Yeah. But this is red meat for rabid Democrats who want to accuse Barr of some sort of cover-up. They have two problems, though. Uh, if you actually read this Washington Post story, just like everything from Washington Post and New York Times, scroll down to, in this case, paragraph 13 to get the actual story. <laughs> they bury it so far down. 
when okay Barr talks to Mueller after he receives the letter when Barr pressed Mueller on whether he thought Barr's memo to Congress was inaccurate Mueller said he did not but felt that media coverage of it was misinterpreting the investigation official said so that's an indictment on media not Bill Barr right. okay scroll down to paragraph 19 a uh, re- uh, reaffirmation of this exact thought in a cordial conversation. This is a justice department spokeswoman in a cordial and professional conversation. The special counsel emphasized that nothing in the attorney general's March 24th letter was inaccurate or misleading, but he expressed frustration over the lack of context and the resulting media coverage regarding the special counsel's obstruction analysis. In other words, you media people stretched it beyond recognition and there's no, there's nothing to see here. And by the way, to what you mentioned, we're not relying on Bill Barr's description of the report. It's been out for a couple weeks now. Read the whole damn thing yourself. And these, these members of Congress, not several members of Congress have had access to the unredacted version, not just the public redacted version. Still, the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee and their media allies are going to treat this as a scandal. And when Bill Barr appeared before the, the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify, they did their damnedest. And I got to say, impressive work, starting with MSNBC. This is not necessarily related to the letter, but MSNBC is, is playing the, the hearing of Bill Barr before the committee, and they interrupt their coverage to fact-check Lindsey Graham. A, a false fact-check at that. Check this out. Underlying We're crime. reluctant to do this. We rarely do. But the chairman of the Judiciary Committee just said that Mueller found there with. was no collusion. That is not correct. Nicole Wallace, the report really says Brian collusion Gilliam. is not a thing yeah. they considered. The it doesn't exist in federal code. And what's stunning is that Lindsey Graham is offering answers to questions that aren't on the table today. The question on the table today, after the reporting last night, is why did Barr mischaracterize what was actually in the Mueller report? And I'm sorry, Lindsey Graham, but your defensiveness is showing. To talk about everything that went into it and in the next breath distort it is a stunning, stunning mischaracterization characterization what of what report? the whole exercise is the supposed Russians. to be about. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. If I have to, I'm sure I don't even have to describe to most of our audience, but obviously what Graham is referring to is page two of the freaking document, which says, as we covered this investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. Friendly reminder. That was the entire purpose of the investigation. And All of these media outlets, including MSNBC, have used the collusion term colloquially, colloquially, I'll pronounce it correctly. They've used this term for literally years. And now all of a sudden they dispute this language. Oh, now that's not a legal term. There's no federal statute on collusion. Yeah, but what you meant is coordination or or um, or conspiracy with Russian officials that is not that was explicitly not found per the report, and now you're accusing Lindsey Graham of being fake news, even though he's 100% correct. It's baffling. That, that is a baffling segment to watch. And to your point, yes, tell me more about truthfulness, bodies floating down the river, Brian I Williams, know. Hurricane Katrina fame. When I saw this, I was like, yeah. they, they let him back on TV? After he, got, he got downgraded from NBC to MSNBC. That's oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Would he, t- he have to take a forced hiatus or something? He was off for a while and Lester Holt took over on NBC nightly news. And then he went to MSNBC to do this sort of thing, I guess. 
to the actual senators. Good God, these exchanges. I'll try to be as brief as possible to spare you, but they're, they're worth watching. Maisie Hirono. Oh, this is so bad. She uses her time basically to say, you're a big poo-poo face, Barr, and I don't like you. Okay, check this out. But now, we know more about your deep involvement in trying to cover up for Donald Trump. Being Attorney General of the United States is a sacred trust. You have betrayed that trust. America deserves better. You should resign. I have some questions for you. Is the White House exerting any influence on your decision whether to allow Special Counsel Mueller to testify in Congress and when? No. <laughs> and Bill Barr just does a lot of this flippant one-word negative response like that, and I love it. Um, he did much the same thing with Dianne Feinstein here. Dianne Feinstein is saying, well, basically Trump is trying to make himself look good. And Barr's like, listen, my job is to find crimes. That's not a crime. Yeah. And no Just response to finish from this. But you still have a situation where a president essentially tries to change the lawyer's account in order to prevent further criticism of himself. Well, that's not a crime. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, that's the, the point is that none of this politically motivated gossip has any relevance. It's his job to identify crimes and charge them or prosecute yeah. them. If your gossip is not a crime, the rest of this is irrelevant. The rest of your stupid political gossip, irrelevant. Uh, Richard Blumenthal, the, uh, one of the more underrated terrible Democrats in the Senate. I always want to emphasize how annoyed I am whenever I see this guy's face. He, <laughs> he discovers that there's these, uh, that there are, there's a record of, um, of this conversation between Bill Barr and, and Robert Mueller, that when he was on the phone with Robert Mueller, Bill Barr took notes. He says, I want to see those notes. Bill Barr's like, mm, no. He called you? No, I called him. What prompted you to call him? The letter. I said, Bob, what's with the letter? You know, why don't you just pick up the phone and call me if there's an issue? He uh, said that they were concerned about the way the media was playing this and felt that it was important to get out the summaries, which they felt would put their work in proper context. Did anyone, either you or anyone on your staff, memorialize your conversation with Robert Mueller? Yes. Who did that? Uh, there were notes taken of, of the call. May we have those notes? No. <laughs> Why not? Why should you have them? <laughs> and the, beyond just like the privacy issue or whatever, it's like, why would you need them? Read the goddamn report. I know. Why would you want? I know. I want the notes of the phone call to describe a summary. Go to the damn report. Why would you care? What, what are the notes going to be like? Must protect bad orange man at all costs, legal or right. otherwise. Like what? What is this nonsense? It gets even worse. Kamala Harris asks Bill Barr, "Did you personally vet? Uh, uh, did you vet Mueller's evidence? Did you comb through the evidence in the report yourself?" What was the point <laughs> of this entire investigation if his job was to vet the evidence? That was the point of his this is this is baffling and you can tell she thinks that she's got him listen to this my question 
is in reaching your conclusion, did you personally review all of the underlying evidence? Uh, no, we took and accepted. We accepted, did Mr. Rosenstein. No, we accepted the statements in the report as the factual record. We did not go underneath it to see whether or not they were accurate. We accepted it as accurate. So you are, accepted it, the report as the evidence? Yes. You did not question or look at the underlying evidence that supports the conclusions in the report? No. Yet you represented to the American public that the evidence was not, quote, sufficient to support an obstruction of justice the evidence, the evidence presented in the report. Oh Remember God. when Mueller was like a god never to be criticized? Let yeah. Mueller do his job. I remember. Don't interfere with Mueller. Well, now apparently his job is in doubt. Uh, and I guess we need a second investigation. Like, how would you evaluate the evidence without basically doing the investigation over again? A lot of this is interviews. A lot of right. this is just talking to people. What, what do you want him to do? Why? We already hired a guy, our country did, to look into this for two years. And now we have to have a second guy also look over the evidence. What planet are these people from? And they act like they're, they're in search of objective truth and this isn't some political game. Now, that that was just the Senate hearing. I can tell you're <laughs> you're about tapped out, <laughs> almost done. That was just the Senate hearing. And no, it's not. It's not your fault. It's the it's the massive amount of waste. Yeah, and then the indictments is just there's just no telling these people, despite the two years and the countless millions of dollars that have gone into this. There's no telling these people that they should back off of this. I'm just frustrated. Yeah, the, there's 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 got to be a scandal here somewhere. We just have to dig a little further. And of course, tasked with digging a little further is the House Judiciary Committee, who was supposed to have William Barr testify on, um, I think it was on Thursday. Barr refused to participate because of a dispute with how he would be questioned. The Democrats held the hearing anyway with an empty chair for him. And Congressman Steve Cohen, I believe this is the guy who did the Peter Strzok deserves a purple heart bit. I think that's the <gasps> same guy. You're right. But I might be wrong. Uh, anyway, if it might be the same guy, but he, he brought a bucket of KFC and a ceramic chicken to the hearing to make fun of the attorney general. Check this out. Attorney General William Barr was supposed to be on the menu for grilling in the House Judiciary Committee. Instead, they settled for chicken, a ceramic chicken, and a bucket of KFC. It was only 9 in the morning when Tennessee Congressman Steve Cohen chowed down on chicken purchased the night before, placing the statue atop the chicken bucket and proclaiming... Here. Chicken bar should have shown up today and answered questions. And Congressman Cohen transported the chicken to the witness table and placed it in front of the Honorable William P. Barr's placard as photographers rushed in to capture the 1950s vintage statue made by a staffer's uncle. The congressman kept his statue handy for interviews. The message is that Bill Barr is a chicken. Hashtag chicken bar inspired jokes. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because he was afraid to testify. Wow. That is Representative weak. Cohen treated his chicken tender. Genimo, CNN. New York. Now, before we discuss, I just want to point out how racist it is of Steve Cohen to have his body positive woman of color staffer carry the KFC bucket around. How is he oh, not yeah. getting called for called out for this? And where body is her confident, water? You say, what could you possibly mean? By <laughs> where, that? It, where, how did he not supply her with watermelon and purple, purple drink or purple something drink. like that? Yeah. 
<laughs> what is this? What is... If you want Trump reelected, this is how you get Trump reelected. But I love the the premise here. Why would you be so afraid to come testify? I don't know. Maybe because this is a giant perjury trap. This is obviously not in search of truth. None of this is. This is just circusry to legally implicate as many Trump people as possible. And And this does reiterate the left has a really weak sense of humor. They can't funny properly. Why did None the chicken cross the road? Because yeah. you didn't want to testify. Well, okay, I don't Grandpa. Know. Maybe because he didn't want to get into an obvious perjury trap, an obvious trap to try to implicate him legally. And if you don't believe that explanation circumstantially, don't take my word for it. Take Ted Lou's word for it. Now that he's all done defaming Candace Owens, he's, he's up there good. saying... He's up there saying that Barr perjured himself on multiple occasions and needs to resign. Check this out. Why are you calling on him to step down? Uh, Because Attorney General Bill Barr has perjured himself in Congress twice. He had the Mueller letter, and then he testified in Congress, both in the House and the Senate, when asked direct questions about whether Robert Mueller agreed uh, with Bill Barr's uh, conclusions and whether Bill Barr had any knowledge about why uh, staff members of the special counsel's office would be upset with his characterization. In both cases, uh, he uh, basically answered no, and he was lying in those cases. He also misled the American people, both with his press conference before we ever read the Mueller report and with his four-page inaccurate summary. So Bill Barr wants to do this. If he wants to mislead the American people, he can do that as a member of the Trump campaign, but he can't do that as attorney general that is a position that requires independence, integrity, and an oath to the Constitution. The idea that it, that his lie was mischaracterizing the Mueller report. Mueller said in in the Washington Post story, right. the source of this. No, he did not miss. He, it was an accurate description. I dispute media coverage. And did you I even fail to read see it? How they could even classify that as perjury? I I guess. He's referring to the testimony in the Senate Judiciary Committee. I, he can't be referring to the letter itself no, or to the press conference. No, you can't yourself that way. Yeah. It's like, I don't even, in that, like, I, I guess if he straight up lied, I guess, yeah, I would care. But the point is, I don't have to care because I can just go read the report. Right, irrelevant. So it would have to be his testimony about the summary that he somehow <laughs> perjured himself there. Even though as a practical matter, it doesn't freaking matter It ma- at doesn't all. matter, yeah. Yes. Uh, Nancy Pelosi says the same thing. She says Barr committed a crime, and then she's asked by a reporter, should he go to jail? And she punts on that question. Did the attorney general commit a crime? He lied to Congress. He lied to Congress. And if anybody else did that, it would be considered a crime. Uh, Nobody is above the law, not the president of the United States and not the attorney general. In the summary? Being the attorney general does not give you in the In the uh, hearing, I guess? To go say whatever you want, and it is the fact because you are the attorney general. Should it just isn't jail? true. Should he go to jail for it? The, 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 there's a process involved here, and as I said, I'll say it again, and how many other questions you may have, the committee will act upon um, the, how we will proceed. Oh my God, age limits, first of all. <laughs> that bitch could barely get a word out. And I still, am I confused about this? Are, are they referring to it being criminal that his summary was mischaracterized the nature of the report? Or are they saying that he perjured himself? In I the legitimately hearing? don't know because lying to Congress could be the letter, because the letter was sent to Congress, recall. It was released publicly, but its purpose was to brief Congress on the, the, also on not the Mueller a crime. report. I, I have, I, 
it's frustrating that they don't explain in specific terms what the crime actually is here. And that's because there really isn't one. This is all just to gin up as much political controversy as possible. And I love this in totally oblivious irony. Nancy Pelosi then does a detailed interview with the New York Times and she warns Democrats stay in the center or Trump may contest election results. She's not warning that Trump will not accept 2020 defeat when her entire party herself included is just engaging in this never ending circus that is nothing but a product of their inability to get over the fact that the president they hate with every fiber of their being was legitimately elected fairly. There was also double irony. They were saying this in 2016 about Trump, that he's not going to accept that he loses the election. And their party is holding up an entire branch of government, arguably two, or at least impeding uh, the presidency with, with their, bitterness their sour grapes over the 2016 election that's legitimately all of this is and by the way none of this is going away because according to democrat david Ciceline on the house judiciary committee Mueller has agreed to testify tentatively before <gasps> the committee on may 15th that's only 10 days away it's not locked down yet the the, the date is not certain but it sounds like it's going to happen on or around then and you can bet the scratching and the clawing for additional controversy is going to worsen watch them i guarantee what's going to happen is Mueller is going to say all of the same stuff that he said already which is non-controversial things that don't implicate the president they're embarrassing for the president they're gossipy but they're not legally implicating and then democrats will insert a bunch of nonsense into his mouth through questions or whatever else to try to get him to say things that he doesn't intend to say to suit their agenda 100 percent that will happen and we'll watch it before our very eyes. I'm so tired of this. I just can't do this anymore. I can't. I, 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 I'll watch it's the show. It's energizing you. How is this I, even possible? This is, uh, it's like the pregame for the debates. I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I feel like I'm dying slowly from like a gut wound. Yeah. And you're all excited about this. Like, I just can't believe that we're still talking about this you know what it is is i got all excited about this being resolved like a year and a half ago and uh because of what what gave you hope then i don't know i was just thinking like like nothing's gonna come of this and and everybody's gonna know everything that happened in 2016 i just was really positive and hopeful about it i think that's kind of the result now i know you were hoping for like legal justice for the deep yes. state, so to speak. The deep, yeah. And but you I haven't really, seen that. I really thought that was going to happen. You haven't seen that, but I, I do think this actually exposes yeah. the Democrats far more than it exposes the president. And I don't think, as we were talking about, um, you know, with Sticks and others, when, when you look at the new, your average American, like those lobster fishermen or whatever we saw in that piece a while back, when they look at the news of booming economy versus like William Barr didn't say the exact right thing in a, about a letter you can read right. for yourself, it's it's a non-issue for most Americans. They're like, wow, my wallet is looking pretty good. My taxes are comparatively low. And that's I don't care about, yeah. about Russian collusion or exactly who supposedly lied about some such nonsense or whatever. <sighs> it's, it's so funny that Democrats characterize this too. I, I, I heard some of them saying, you got to wonder why William Barr would sign up to, to support this president. Why would he want this job on behalf of this crook of a president? It's like, well, I'd actually say, why would you want this job knowing that you'll be crucified by you goons 
Yeah. Why would anyone ever want a job going up against you people where it could be Jesus Christ himself and you would still act like he's the, the devil before you or something like that? Uh, the, the, from, from Kavanaugh to Barr to whomever, the, the depths to which these people will descend to defame and smear and try to ruin a person on flimsy or non-existent grounds are just horrible. But oh, I think yeah. it damages them more than more than um, it damages the targets of their animosity. Unreal. Anyway, um, next up is Venezuela, but we, we should, should take, take a, break. a super. I've got a bone yeah. to pick with the audience. Uh oh. Uh, sometimes I'm just so disappointed in our audience. I'm like, have oh, you no. ever listened to this show before? So I got two super chats that I want to talk about up front, and they were big super chats. Uh oh. One of them was $50, one was for 20 and I think we should refund this money. Um, okay. This is from Caleb and Levi. If coders all had to be black women, nothing in this country would run. Great. I finally get my my wife to watch live and she hears this. Can you please explain why you said it, Blonde? Please, I need context. The second one is from Pseudoscience. Hey, guys, love your show, Blonde. Your if we only had female coders comment was shit. You both have legit arguments against diversity initiatives, but don't apologize for that. I'm just saying keep up the good work. We really should send these back. This pisses me off. Yeah. Now. Do diversity quotas lead to higher productivity? This is not. I I, I want to be specific about this one. First of all, uh, 71% of coders are white, 20% are Asian, 80% are men. So we're talking about 1% to 2% of coders doing 100% of the work. That would absolutely lead to complete market failure. Complete market failure. Like, are we really going to act? It's like staffing the NBA with Asian men. Are we, does anybody want to watch that? Anybody? Anybody? Anyway, this really pisses me off because those were big donations with passive aggressive notes. Um, I hate sure, it when people do that. And I'm totally right. Like, are we all going to act like like coding would run totally smoothly if a tiny, it, tiny demographic of people were given 100% of the jobs? It's Yeah, it's not a difficult argument to make that demographic quotas don't lead to higher productivity. I understand. Not only that, I think, but in I think, this I think, instance, I think the it would lead to complete are, market failure. I think they're interpreting that you're saying like, it's not possible for a, an individual to achieve this. That's Ugh. not, why are you watching that... the show? If you, if you think that <laughs> that's insane, I, oh I guess, but I, I would, um, I would encourage because I'll happily refund those. I, I don't know. You wh- definitely should. I don't know, but I can't do it manually. I can PayPal or whatever. Uh, yeah. But there's, you guys but there's nothing should eat. Because we, I want to refund this money. It's just, it's so infuriating. Like, explain yourself because I got my wife to watch your show. It's like, are, at this at this stage in the game, this this cultural demise, are we still going to be having this conversation about yeah. diversity quotas? And, and I'm not saying that you can't disagree or whatever. That's not. But but what's happening here is kind of like an uh, an assumption of malice or something coupled with a demand that we tend to your needs uh with while waving money that's yeah. uh, i i'm like, also not money comfortable then with like i i, so just, I, I just hate getting donations like that i don't want to take that money uh if that is you and you'd like your money back email me i'll happily refund them uh, yeah. otherwise we'll we'll do what youtube does and donate it to planned parenthood <laughs> <laughs> so that's does that sound good yeah totally all right i'll read some real super chats cool. now uh what should we go through like half these probably what like eight minutes you want to do? Yeah, just yeah, we'll go for a little bit. Um, Kim Coldstoff, anyone for a Copenhagen meetup? Emails in the spreadsheet. Search for Denmark. That would be cool. Um, send us pictures. Philip Smallman, yeah. I love watching Sargon campaign. Who knew that telling rude jokes and insulting reporters to their faces would have a reasonable campaign strategy? Would be a reasonable campaign strategy. Current year, it is a good campaign strategy. I'm I'm loving watching it. Although they are putting him through the ringer, man. 
Uh, JBDude9061, hey, Matt and Blonde, looking forward to a great show. Please ease my sunburn with your sweet, soothing logic in these troubled times. We're trying to put some aloe on that. Greg Thanks, B, I might be meeting Pete Budagag. Budajag. Butterplug. Whatever. Tomorrow, any suggestions on a question I should ask? Ask him why he was holding his gun like a pansy in that one picture. And like, oh, I haven't seen that. What he's mean? holding it like, like not, not hmm. like somebody in the service would be holding their gun. It okay, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, foil. he was. Um, he was in the military. Yeah. Um, I would actually. I'd love to ask him about the Mike Pence stuff. Yeah. And why he insists that Mike Pence has a hatred for him. But I'd like, I'd like him to confront the actual quotations from Mike Pence about him, which are nothing but praise yeah. and uh, and warmth and all of that. So. But you'll never get that from from a lot of journalists. So if you get that opportunity, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, let us know what he says. Uh, sharp breath, Scorpion. Matt and Bigfoot once made love. Matt got stretched out like a glove. Not super gay, but Matt never sat the same way. Also yeah. love both of you homos. What's your P.O. PO box? It's on the website. It is on the website. Yeah, mattchristiansmedia.com. Thank um, you. <laughs> Kevin Flanagan. I'll read this one. I had a great birthday. Ben and I got together and watched our favorite comedy, Schindler's List. It's super unrealistic, but it has me in stitches every time. Boo! Sharp Breath Scorpion, what are y'all's <laughs> favorite usernames and how have I have to disavow that one. Uh, I do like Sharp Breath Scorpion. I also like, um, what's the Bukaki one? Smegma. <laughs> that one's really Bukaki cool. 69. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, and uh, there's another one that I really like too, but I can't remember. Uh, das Pooch says, Blonde is over 30. Yeah, right. She doesn't look a day over 25. Love the show, as always. I'm barely over 30. Barely. Um, Marty I'm McFly. giving you your own squinty eye on that one. Okay. I'm, I'm one year, six months over 30. All right. Accuracy. Not barely. But like, I'm not like 39 <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone, gotcha. but ease off. Yeah. Um, Marty McFly, 88 miles per hour. Either of you seen the Adam Korover versus Joe Rogan debate yes, on it's horrible. trans athletes? If it's, so, what are your thoughts? It's the Adam ruins everything guy. I think we talked oh, about we, it a we little did talk bit. About it. It's, it's it, horrendous. It's unlistenable to me. Um, I've heard it's bad from a few people. Uh, let's just do two more. Uh, Megis, Maggie Ellis says, my, hu my husband, uh, by the way, is convinced mainstream media is legit and dismisses the idea that regular citizens online have any credibility. After two-hour heated debate, I must accept there's no convincing him. Venting, thanks. Oh, that hmm. sucks. Um, you'll get him, though. I mean, we're about to come into some hard times, and even normies are going to have to really face the music on this. Kevin Flanagan, I can't read this next one. It's too bad. I defer to your judgment on Spice. By the way, um, I'm going to tone down or turn down some settings here. It looks like my computer and internet connection are struggling a little bit. So if you're ex experiencing some stream... Uh, difficulties sit tight hopefully it'll resolve itself uh let's save some of these i'll circle back okay uh i'll check in on uh, streamlabs real quick cameron says hey matt and blonde no thinly no thinly veiled comments about hanukkah worshipers today by the way did you see the bill proposed in florida which does not allow criticism of certain chosen people very strange indeed i actually did see this bill um to be fair this is a bill that that uh punishes or there's no anti-Semitism in Florida public schools and, uh, and universities. And I looked this up to learn more about it. What this does is it brings uh, anti-Jewish um, bias on, on legal par with 
like racial bias and other stuff apparently was not in the law already. So it's not, as I understand, special treatment or anything like that. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of like anti-discrimination stuff gets a little, that's an area that's a little dicey to me, especially as it applies to private business. But this is in particular, this is specific to uh, speech, right? It's, it's about speech issues as I understand. But the other thing is that this is as it, um, this is a public university stuff in Florida. Now I agree we shouldn't be restricting speech, but I do also, um, I guess what I'm saying is we're not giving special group preferences as far as the law is concerned and the public uh, institutions are enforcing it in Florida. So I just want to be clear about characterizing what it actually is. Not okay. that it's, it's, it's got some issues, but I don't get the sense that it's a special, special treatment for a group. Um, Dildo Swaggin says, I'm glad to see more people coming around on Ann Coulter. Women are too irrational and hysterical to be taken seriously on po- political uh, issues. Men don't. lead, women bleed. Wow. That's a lot of hate in that heart. Um, Canadian egg. Really it Ca- makes me really sad though. Canadian egg says if monkey lung is Canadian, I understand why he would threaten with a Coors light waterboarding up here in the great white North. We have much better beer. So any red, red blooded Canuck would be ter- uh, would be terrified. People think that I like have this, this ultra appreciation for Coors light. Like I think it's some nectar of the gods. It's like, no, it is the best cheap beer for the purposes of having one beer on the stream. People, people email me like, maybe if you'll ever try a micro brew first off, congratulations on your exquisite taste, bro. I, <laughs> I hope I can ascend to such heights one day, but it's like, yeah, I've tried, I've, I've tried them. I'm a, an adult man. I've been to a restaurant before. I don't want to spend uh, an extra like $3 on a bottle of beer so I can look sophisticated before you guys on this stream. Yeah. I just want to have a decent tasting beer that gives, that relaxes me a little bit. So I don't, die of stress while trying to entertain doing the best I can. Thanks man. <laughs> Super wrong thing says, uh, flew through the Seattle airport, drank from a water fountain, got AIDS. <laughs> Sounds about right. You're lucky you escaped. Redicus says, so Biden is finally doing the learn to code meme. Also people are coming back to Detroit. I call BS. Yeah. I need to see the stats. Defense tech says I am, I'm a Christian, uh, American Christian, thinking about moving to Israel to work in tech and defending their nation. Peace, stability, and trade are the goals, but defense technology is on full display this weekend with hundreds of rockets terrorizing Israelis. I haven't followed the story, but it sounds like they're, I saw this headline level stuff about rockets fired into Israel and they're like their Iron Dome thing taking them out. But I don't, I don't know much about the story beyond that. Um, Phil says normies have to be noticing the sheer number of. <laughs> You guys are going to get me in trouble. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, some of these are getting too spicy. I know. I know. I, I, I really have to be careful. You guys. Kevin not that Flanagan I don't, has started a trend. I'm, it's not that I don't appreciate the contributions, and I, I'm not trying to censor speech, but Jesus, like, I got to protect myself, too. Um, and now it's, it's a really tough spot, you know? Super chat. Like, I, I so I have to just say thank you, Phil. Um, it, it's a very, I don't know. I, I feel very conflicted about a lot of these issues because on the one hand, I want absolute free speech. I don't want people not able to say what they want to yeah. say and what they believe to be true. On the other hand, like uh, this is stuff that's going to come back to be like assigned to me later. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm frustrated with no matter what I do with very spicy super chats. So I, mean, I hope we you guys read un- like horrible stuff all the time. So I hope you guys understand. I'm trying to be 
as fair-minded about this sort of thing as possible. Ugh. God damn it. All right. Want to talk about Venezuela? Um, real quick, I want to thank top uh, contributors over on DLive, too. Oh. That's VMQ, Senti, Yo Crunch. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, supporting the show. Thank you. Wow, that was uh, one of the tougher Super Chat segments to get through. Sincere appreciation to everybody who's supporting the show, and thanks for hanging out with us. Very much appreciate it. Yeah, unless you make me shake with rage. That just made me so furious. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, no, I mean, in the same way, I don't want to discourage people from disagreeing or like being critical or whatever. But here's the thing. like, I, I, I don't think that waving money to do that should be... Uh, given preferential treatment, that's that's kind of annoying. Like it's just I, something about getting money with like a stipulation attached. Like explain yourself when I'm clearly right. I just oh, <laughs> just grinds my gears. I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about Venezuela though. Tell me what's going on. Um, I assume everybody's kind of. I, I went into a lot of background in this segment. I don't know how much I should really talk about it. No, that's good because I don't have a thorough explanation of, of all of it, but I saw the footage and it's pretty uh, it's getting pretty bad. Let's put it that way. Yes. Okay. So Guaido, surrounded by a group of men in uniforms, called on the military to switch sides on April 30th in order to topple President Maduro. So tensions have been mounting since the 23rd. We actually covered this back then, I believe, um, January 23rd. When Guaido declared himself acting president and said he would assume the powers of the executive branch from there onwards, um, the move was a direct challenge to Maduro, who had been sworn into a second six-year term just two weeks previously. Maduro, obviously, really pissed about this, did not take kindly to his rival's move, which he condemned as a ploy by the United States to oust him. So the security forces are seen as the key player in the crisis. So far, they've been loyal to Maduro, who has rewarded them with pay raises, although that doesn't really matter because as we were talking about earlier, uh, what was it? Uh, like like 130 million percent inflation or something ridiculous. Yeah, who knew you can't just print worthless money Yeah, and, uh, and have it you know, blow up in your face. I can't believe yeah. that doesn't or 1. work economically. At that point, the inflation rate is so high that it doesn't even matter. 1.3 yeah. million. I, I can't quite remember. Yeah. I, I remember seeing like a stack of money someone sent me a while ago. It's like a, you know, just a monopoly money pile of uh, Venezuelan cash, basically. Yeah. And it was worth like 10 cents. Something Ridiculous. Like I mean, people yeah. can't, um, people can't, uh, you know, pay for toiletries and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. 3 million people left the country. So Guaido has promised all security forces, uh, personnel, and amnesty if they break with Maduro. That's what's been happening this week. On April 30th, Guaido published a video on Twitter in which he called, he again called on the military to switch sides. The footage showed him surrounded by a group of men in uniforms in a location near La Carlotta Air Force Base. Um, I guess we should watch this footage. Well, the only footage I have prepped is this military vehicle that is running protesters over yeah and some of the related um events around that and i actually this is on youtube through rt but it's sufficiently graphic that i thought i better censor this because we might really? actually get maybe i mean don't get me wrong you don't see like blood splattering or something but like it is on youtube yeah i, I got the clip from youtube but anyway this is um this is military vehicles confronting protesters and it's not just running them over as in like 
brushing by them because they're in the way. This is like tires over body stuff. So again, I've censored it, but in case you have any sensitivity to that sort of thing. I was I thought this was pretty crazy footage, but here's what it looked like. You can see this truck just drive up and it's like at this point, at that point, it's literally driving on top were, of people. Yeah. You can see them under the tires. So it's like, uh, okay. But yeah, uh, that, that these military vehicles had a, a few clashes like this. And you can see people are just chucking rocks and other debris at these military forces and military vehicles. Shame they yeah. don't have guns. Well, well, that's the other part of this. If you're ready oh, for that. Setting you up, yeah. All right, sorry. I'll take better, better cues. Three years of this, and you can't take my cues. Yeah, sorry. No chemistry. <laughs> so MSNBC is reporting on this, and their reporter Carrie Sanders, I think that's his name, is commenting. Uh, well, you got a lot of anti-Maduro protesters, but guess what? Maduro has all the guns, and uh, civilians in Venezuela don't have guns. Therefore. They don't have any power. Here's the incidental pro-Second Amendment argument from MSNBC. I know, Kerry, you've spent a lot of time down there. I think it has been surprising to a lot of people in Washington, in the administration at least, that this is taking longer than they thought, despite the sanctions, despite the pressure. With the help of Russia and other outside forces, Maduro is hanging on. Not only hanging on, but he appears to still control the military. You have to understand in Venezuela, gun ownership is not something that is open to everybody. So if the military have the guns, they have the power. And as long as Nicolas Maduro controls the military, he controls the country. We have seen huh. over the recent months those who have switched their allegiance, but not en masse. We have not seen large numbers of the troops in Venezuela switching their allegiance from Nicolas Maduro to Juan Guaido. So to recap, guns equal control. Oh. And a bad guy has all the guns. Yeah. Follow the logic. Yeah. Bad guy wins. Oh, I see. Yeah, this, that's how you get to the Second Amendment, the philosophy behind it. Right. It's almost as if the people, if they had the guns, they would have the power. Or at least a chance. You yeah, know? That's real. kind of the point. I saw a lot of great memes and other things this week showing the footage of um, or pictures of those military vehicles running over people. And it's like, this is why you need civilian-owned rocket launchers. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm warming up. I'm warming yeah, up after watching real. that footage. Um yeah, I wonder, I, I was trying to think, do a mental exercise myself and think, if you could ask Carrie Sanders and Andrea Mitchell, okay, you just set up all the premises, follow the logic. Yeah. How would they get out of it and say, no, 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 we actually need um, much, much more heavier gun restrictions in the United States. I guess they would say that they're not in favor of confiscation and an outright ban, but they still want every regulation under the sun to the point that it's, uh, a, a huge burden for your average citizen to buy a gun. I don't know. I, I just, I'd, I wish I could hear them explain that observation with the general perspective of that, of that network on guns. Yeah. I mean, there's no making them see this. They actually probably are aware of the inconsistencies in their logic, but it doesn't matter because it's an emotional argument. Hmm. We're trying to, to enlighten them to, to logic. It's not, 
Um, to the other part of this story, tell me about what the uh, the Trump administration is saying. Because well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm curious what's going to happen as far as our country's I involvement. I have some thoughts on this. So more than 50 countries have recognized Guaido as the legitimate president among them, the U.S., many nations in Latin America. Russia and China are standing firm with Maduro. Um, and at, at first I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm... I don't think we should be doing anything involving regime change, irrespective of the circumstances in virtually any country. Um, so I was a little bit worried about about what I'm about to talk about, but I think it was kind of just a, a way to rouse the troops in Venezuela. I don't know that it, it really is indicative of any action. Um, so Mike Pompeo said on Thursday that the Trump administration will not rule, simply not rule out military action in Venezuela and on Friday, Trump administration officials um, met for the second day in a row at the Pentagon to discuss options for toppling the country's embattled autocratic leader. Speaking to reporters back in March, John Bolton held a yellow notepad with a line of text conspicuously visible, 5,000 troops to Colombia. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but I, I am taking a firm anti-interventionist stance on this. We don't know that much about Guaido. How how do we know that he's not more of the same? Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the beyond just being more of an isolationist as a general philosophy. From what I understand about Guaido, it's like, yeah, he. I guess it's probably better from a U.S. interest to have him there over Maduro. But what are we talking about? What type of difference are we talking about? Because this seems like ten percent better. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but like, will it will it actually be drastically better from a U.S. perspective to have Guaido in power versus Maduro? Maybe it is. Admittedly, this is not my area of expertise, but the question is, to what extent are you willing to bill the American taxpayer either in straight cash for resources or in a worst case scenario in terms of you know our actual military service members at risk? As far as I understand the situation right now, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. from my perspective on the latter. And generally speaking, I'd say no on even the concept of aid unless it was heavily limited. But I don't want to just be making it rain in, in Venezuela in terms of... I, I sympathize with these citizens who aren't armed and are being abused by their government. I really do. But I don't know that that carries right. an obligation for us to fund that resistance or arm that resistance. We can't keep bailing out socialists nations when they inevitably fail it's the obvious consequence of socialism i don't know what else people want us to say the that being said i i am not an interventionist on this but we do just throw an absurd amount of foreign aid at countries that are in less immediate danger of being overthrown than this. yeah and i think that's a problem too yeah it's a huge problem not that that's makes it any better yeah, the pushback I hear is like, well, listen, Putin and Russia are all about influencing what's going on in Venezuela and they're pro Maduro and you don't want Russian influence in our hemisphere. Uh, fair enough. I guess I don't want a huge amount of influence for our adversaries in, in this hemisphere. But I just what what is the existential threat to the United States, even with Maduro in power? And I say this as someone who is fully critical of the socialist oppression that exists in Venezuela and someone who sympathizes with the rights of the people there being violated. I just don't know that it it um it necessitates our involvement, given the right. problems that exist in this country that we should we. It's no secret. We don't have a ton of money to go around. And I see a lot more pressing problems to your merit to the average American citizen in this country than uh, than Venezuelan suffering. And that's not to diminish Venezuelan suffering. I think it sucks. I hope they get it figured out. 
But there's danger in, in riding the momentum of a regime of regime change. I mean, because you just the assumption in these humanitarian crises, crises um, are that uh, that things will change, that this is going to be different. But we really don't know very much about Guaido. I mean, and so we have to practice. We have to temper our expectations of what's going to happen in a regime change. I don't know why we would get involved in this. So I hope that this is this kind of posturing. As far as the tough talk, yeah, I would. Be, I, I think it would be such a betrayal of so many of the things Trump has said, yeah, about the role of of what the U.S. military should be, and just uh, what the role of the U.S. should be globally speaking. Yeah, um, that uh, that I'd be shocked if he really wanted to get an interventionist about this. I think he's just trying to puff his chest a little bit without. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mentioned a couple of uh, interesting events on college campuses in Texas. We'll start with this MAGA hat incident at yeah. the at uh, Texas State University in San Marcos. The student government there. This is the back backdrop or the context to what this MAGA hat theft was a few weeks ago or last month. The student government there failed in an attempt to ban Turning Point USA from campus. Uh, Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens, their their organization with all their speakers. In response, a biker group named the Texas Nomads pledged to show up on campus to protest the school. Progressive students labeled these bikers as white supremacists. I didn't have time to vet that. I, I don't know if that's true. These days, that means anything from full Adolf to like guy who believes in low tax rates. Or Who like knows? a multicultural group like the Proud Boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it could be nothing but black guys on motorcycles for all I know. <laughs> white supremacist After black all, guys. After all, Candace Owens is the biggest white supremacist of all of us. Candace Owens is like, a, you know, but it's her and her and Charlie Kirk are, are faces one and one A of the organization. Yeah. Anyway, but they're, but they're not the biker group. The biker group is white supremacist, I guess. The biker group, though, never showed up, but leftist Aww. student groups protested anyway in anticipation of their arrival. And that's how this interaction happened. The student who was attacked, his name is Tyler. He was walking campus with his MAGA hat and he decided to engage in discussion with some protesters. Uh, and he tells campus reform that someone came up behind him and grabbed his hat and tried to run away. He chased this uh, female who grabbed his hat, grabbed her backpack and slowed her down and asked for his hat back. And that's around the time the footage starts here. Campus police approached the girl and told her to give him his hat back. She hesitated at first, dropped it and kicked it. Police asked Tyler if he wanted to press charges and he said he did. And throughout the chaos, other students are involved in altercations with the police. All told, there were four arrested, and we can watch a lot of this. Here's what that looked like at um, this is Texas State University. Don't touch her. That she move. Assault him. Move. Shut the fuck up. Hey. Hey. Huh? Yeah, I'm fine. Right. Do you want to press charges on her for... Yes, yes, I do. Okay, then come with me. Um. <laughs> She's sobbing. Mom, why are you here? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, you're escalating the situation. I... And just, just so you're clear, the footage is from the perspective of the guy whose hat was stolen, this guy named Tyler. <sighs> why are you here? You're escalating. This is a guy who's just, I mean, a low form of assaulted. Yeah. Anyway. 
No, I, I was the reason that the, I'm, I'm... Why are you here? Why are you here? Leave! You fucking break this up! Alright, if y'all don't have business here, this is... I, well, no, I'm the one that's pressing the charges. Okay, well, y'all wait right here in the lobby and that'll be... Okay, sure thing. Sure thing. Go ahead. Stay. 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 Get back out. You're not coming back. Don't fucking touch me! You don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Resisting what? What? Brian, I'm just suspecting the information! I'm What was she she's, saying? Articulated? Yeah, so she's begging for her arm to be broken, first of all. They did not do that. Second of all, she's saying, what crime am I accused of committing? Articulate it. That's what she's saying. Oh. Yeah, at, at first I thought she was saying white crime. Like accusing it, accusing them of being of committing a, a race oh my God. crime or something. But I've it's never what wanted crime. a video to end in police brutality more <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, how how that would feel to be that police officer? I'd be like, yeah, all I want to well, do is pummel this chick's face, and yeah. I can't do anything about it because I'm being filmed, and I'm going to be in way more trouble. So good for them for not attacking them. That must have been very difficult. Uh, after this whole event, as I said, there were four arrested. The Democratic Socialist Student Organization at um, Texas State tweeted this out, uh, a graphic that says, don't cuff students, cuff the haters. Uh, so that's not I mean, how things work. What do you, uh, don't cuff students like these. They aren't just students. That's not the reason they were cuffed is because they're students. They were physical aggressors and that's why they were cuffed, uh, cuffed the haters. Uh, aside from the fact that the haters were cuffed, the people who Does were the being most a student precludes you from the effects of the law. Is, yeah, that's another fair question. What if you're a student who breaks the law, as these students are? How can and beyond that, how can you advocate the criminalization of wearing clothes you don't like? If you see the graphic on the side that says "cuff the haters," it's a guy in a MAGA hat. Like arrest them for wearing a hat. Who are the fascists here? But oh, um, but beyond that, it is hilarious to me to hear them screaming, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" The reason they're being apprehended is for the crime of touching people, including the police officers, including the guy with the hat. Don't touch other people. They won't touch you in the form of arrest. Yeah, but we need more of these moldy locks moments where women realize the strength of men. Like that one moment, the best moment of 2016, the the look. 2017. Was it 2017? The look that she had when this small man, she gets hit with the, the force of a man. Like the, these women, they they don't realize that the standards being set of like physical equality, like they aren't going to feel any of the physical repercussions for treating men like this are because men are treating them with respect. And by I the mean, way, if you don't recall in that context, treating men this way included fireworks in glass bottles thrown at men when yeah. she got punched in the face. Just in yeah, case it, nobody, if somebody doesn't remember what the context for that was. But it was a getting, valuable moment because somebody that was messing with men physically really yes. internalized in a single second that like, oh, wow, like they, they have 
the full force of the me. patriarchy, right? Exactly. He knows. Yeah. Um, and I, I just wish we could have some of that, but, but you can't do that without them crying foul and talking about how they're victims and really appearing to the general public as though they are victims. So it's good that everybody practiced restraint in this instance, hmm. but I wish they had it only for my personal satisfaction. Well, this next case I think is actually the more egregious, at least um, yeah. intellectually, if you want to put it that way, maybe not in turn. There's no violence in this case, but man, uh, this is just difficult to listen to. So if you don't want to hear some, really unfortunately misled young ladies. Maybe not the segment for you. Cause I find this like legitimately upsetting to be honest. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel bad for these girls, but I'll, I'll discuss that after we watch the clip. Um, at university of Texas, San Antonio students maintain what's called a cemetery, a cemetery of the innocents on campus. This is a memorial to unborn children killed by abortion with crosses representing those lives. Uh, this week, protesters demonstrating on behalf of Planned Parenthood. It's unclear to me if Planned Parenthood is actually involved, but they have the signs and the, the posters and all that. They have Planned Parenthood campaign material. They stood on the cemetery, the Cemetery of the Innocents, to celebrate abortion and shout their abortions proudly. This is what that sounds like. And pay attention to everything they're saying. There are a lot of subtleties here. Dude. I think so. When I say aborted, you say fetuses aborted. Fetuses aborted. I had an abortion. Shout out to Planned Parenthood. For all the women out there, I am so sorry that you have decided to succumb to this super patriarchy. Your mother's betrayed you. If you if you can't tell, she's saying, "Look, there's mine right there," pointing to one of the crosses. Oh. It, it's it's sickening. It, it, this is um. We were talking before we went live. This is exactly how they lost me in Cleveland. I was I was talking to one of these shout your abortion type people, but it wasn't on this level. This is like that to this is like that times ten, exponentially well, worse. Uh, this is just this feels satanic to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you don't if you really think that something that you did is not wrong you don't need to be telling people about it all the time you'll just yeah. make peace with yourself and be like okay you don't need to like go to every person that thinks that abortion is murder and and tell them that that's um that's kind of the irony that again the sad irony is that they're accusing others of being brainwashed and all i see here is brainwashing to promote something that if it doesn't um bother them now i i think it's an almost certain inevitability that these girls will look back not just at this instance but at 
what happened to them, at least if statistics prove true, they're going to look back at at that decision and feel horribly about it. I don't know how you how you can't how you can't think about that, no matter how many abortion shouts you do and how much you try to tell yourself in your own mind what I did wasn't just justified, but actually good, like a positive, liberating thing. And that's um, of all the things that that have pushed me in a to, to rethink what I used to think about abortion and think more sincerely about what I think now, this is the kind of stuff like I didn't, I five, 10 years ago, I didn't think that existed. Yeah. That was a meme put forth by conservative propagandists. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that that's a lesson also to younger people. You don't, when you're young and you make decisions like this, you don't realize how your view, your ethical view is going to change in the future. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, people, when they're young, you know, they want to be wild and free, but they have to think about how they're going to evaluate their earlier decisions with a more mature sense of morality. Yeah. And more than anything, this just makes me so sad because it's not just that these babies never had a chance to live. Like one day these women will realize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I feel the same way. If you don't feel bad enough for all of those crosses there, you feel bad for, if not, the present form of these girls, the future form, I, I and it, it, it's just um, the idea that they're trying to pull additional women into this downward spiral. Again, this is well beyond the idea of like, well, it's a tragic choice that an individual has to make and we should protect the freedom to make that tragic choice. This is not tragic choice. This is you should do it. This is, wow, look how fantastic it was. Well, and when we were thinking about how we felt about abortion, we were, it was under the pretense that it was rare and stigmatized, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you, I I never would have been on board with like harassing people, but yeah, what I would say is frowned upon. Yeah. Frowned upon. Like nobody would think you're really cool because you had one. It's something that. I don't, it's not like I, back in, back in my old progressive days, you know, it's not like I, and even to this day, it's not like I'm going to, um, go aggressively shame someone who did, but it's not, um, I guess the, the agree, the, what was a part of that agreement was like, it wouldn't be shoved in my face as a point of celebration either. Like if it truly is just a medical procedure, all right, you had a knee surgery. Good for you. If that's the way you view it, why would you go out and shout your knee surgery? Yeah. What, yeah. Or or your I don't know, I got the flu shot. Good for you. But right. that's and that not means an accomplishment. That they have an ethical dilemma with the abortions they've had. Otherwise they wouldn't be taking this this stance, right? I don't know how someone could honestly point stop stop. Hey, what's that sound? All the fetuses are in the ground. That one's mine. How you could possibly say something like that having actually had that experience and not have it stick in your mind and think about that sincerely. Yeah. Ooh, that's a, that's a rough one. Like that, that just, it, it bothered me to watch this. It actually, as someone who is not emotionally bothered by much, this, this one kind of got me a little bit. Yeah. Made me want to cry a little bit. I mean, but it also makes us look at our society and we, we talk about this all the time. It's like in its current form, is it worth, saving Hmm. if your average i don't think that your average woman is like this i think these are fringe 
French women, but like, let's say that generation Z was comprised of 70% of women that are like this purely hypothetical. Yeah. Um, would you want to reform our society or, or is it just collapsitarian for you? Well, keep in mind, if there's reason for optimism, the reason we have this footage is because of the Students for Life organization at the school. The reason the, the Cemetery for the Innocents exists at all is because of that organization. Um, and, you know, I mean, they stood there and they didn't, uh, they didn't harass these girls. They didn't do anything um, unethical guy. to them and and guy who surely got a sad handy later i'm sure it was well worth no it. i think he was like of the trans spectrum maybe yeah who knows or maybe, maybe he's working his way up until he can have his own scientifically miraculous abortion who knows what his <laughs> motivations are but but uh but yeah you, i try to keep that in mind these are the obnoxious few that are being filmed by students who clearly have um, I think more level headedness to them. And that's the reason we see this footage. Unfortunately, the camera's not turned around. We have no idea how many of them there are. Yeah. We have no idea what their perspective is. We get a little bit of their banter, but they're mostly just recording the freak show for all of us to see. Um, Planned Parenthood. I, I never can believe that leftists have been duped into supporting Planned Parenthood. I mean, Margaret Sanger deliberately put abortion clinics in urban areas because she wanted to reduce the black population. Yet this is widely financed and supported by people on the left. And they just don't care when you say that to them. They're like, well, what about a woman's right to choose? It's like, are you even listening to what I'm saying? Like eugenics, <laughs> you're financially supporting eugenics. How can you possibly take that stance? Yeah. I mean, I guess they would say that Sanger's controversial quotes in the past don't implicate the organization today, but like they would have that standard for any right wing organization. Right, it, yeah, of course, that's not consistent. Like they don't have this standard for this country. The fact that like people hundreds of years ago owned slaves means the country's racist today or something like that. But Planned Parenthood gets exonerated of that charge, to your point. Yeah. Anyway, I, um, I honestly, I don't I don't feel the same. Um, I, I feel weird about watching this because I don't feel the same animosity toward these protesters that I do for some of the other ones. Like it's a genuine I don't, sympathy is not the right word, but I just, I hope that these girls are able to come to peace. I, I don't, I don't want them to suffer. And I think they might actually mentally suffer as a result. Yeah. Of this. I mean, some mistakes you just have to look back and like feel the shame of the mistake that you made. Mm. Um, but something like this, it maybe it just takes too much self-reflection. Maybe. Um, I wonder, and I just, I'm probably just too emotionally <laughs> I'm processing this too emotionally, but I also just wonder what would it be like to be, say that main girl's dad and watch this? Like how heartbreaking would that be? Well, she's probably raised by a single mom. Maybe he's absent. Maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a rough one though. Oof. It's, it's one thing to make mistakes as we all do. It's quite another to, lead others down a path of mistakes and, and to dupe them into believing those mistakes are actually virtue. I guess right. that's I mean, you so can stop the, if you've had an abortion, you can stop the perpetuation of something like this by talking about like, um, Abby Johnson, is that her name? from Planned Yeah. Parenthood? She had two abortions. Yeah. Um, and now she's devoted her life to this pro-life stance. And yeah. I think that she's helped prevent a lot of abortions. When you make a, a mistake in your life, that's really all you can do. Well, in the interest of um, 
moving on. I don't, I, I don't have a, I, I don't feel. That's just, that's the saddest story we've ever. Yeah. Heard. I don't, I don't feel like the same kind of, um, I, I can't make like a happy, stupid transition about, I just, I just want to get off the topic. It just actually bothered me weird. Um, but I got something, up. I got something else to talk about and ah. I don't, I don't care. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Couldn't get it up on the screen there, but there we go. This comes from uh, from the UK. I don't know if you had a chance to look at these photos here. Then it's definitely fake. Police are investigating after a liberal Democrat candidate's car for local election was allegedly vandalized in Sittingbourne, Kent. First time candidate Alexander Stennings, who is running for Swale Borough Council, was shaken up when he found his red Suzuki vandalized and one of his tires slashed on Thursday morning. The car was painted with a swastika, of course, backwards, as you'll note. And on the hood, UKIP a quote-unquote far-right political party in the UK. You'll recall UKIP has the loyalties of uh, Sargon of Akkad, Count Dankula, PJW, and others. This is timely. Note how the car was previously already fucked up. Yeah. Isn't that where you would do it if you had fucked up your car? There is a pre-existing scratch down here by the rear uh, passenger tire, or I guess rear driver tire in the UK. Yeah, it is uh, convenient, uh, potentially. Uh, Anyway... Uh, says, um, oh, who's this quote from? Anyways, uh, I think it's from the actual person, the car, the person who owns the car offered this quote to the Huffington Post. What was written on there was UKIP and swastikas, which, which suggests it was some kind of far-right sympathizer, and it's not a coincidence that the car they hit belonged to a liberal Democrat candidate. It's very sad, but that's the only conclusion we can draw. I beg to oh, differ. you're a I candidate think... and you drive that car? That's weak. And how would they know that that was their car? Do they see them getting out of it? Does it have you'd a have vanity to, plate? You'd have to stock or something, yeah. Uh, a local garage was able to clean the paint, or at least fix the paint, and fix the tire. However, the car, they said the car remains scratched in places. So I don't know if they actually fixed that previous scratch that we can see in the Twitter pictures or not. But um, but it is funny how the swastika is p- located pretty close to that existing damage. And thankfully, a shop fixes it for free on demand, plus political sympathy box as a bonus. It's incorrectly uh, oriented, I should point out. Yes, backwards for sure. Is it backward? No, it's just tilted. Well, and it's backwards and at the improper angle. It's a double. Oh, double yeah, angle. there's no S. If you want to get You're technical. Right. Yeah, the S shape is how you know it's correct. Uh, Kent police do not have a suspect identified at this time, but it's believed a neighbor witnessed the vandalism and was able to make a note of a registration number. So if that comes to fruition, perhaps this is legit. The other factor in its favor, to be fair, no GoFundMe, even though it was fixed for free, no GoFundMe. So if, if this neighbor lead turns out to uh, be legit and it was done by <laughs> Sargon personally or something, <laughs> then, uh, then I will return to the story and correct. Sargon the did the swastika and count Dankula spray painted. You could, yeah. Yeah, together, for sure. Uh, so we'll have to see how this um, how this uh, works itself out. That's all the information 
I have on that. But before we get out of here, I do have surprise cringe for you if you're interested. And no children are involved, you promise. No, but it's lots and lots of women who are empowered now, (sighs) if you're ready for that. They're not quite as empowered as those protesters, but they're pretty empowered. Here's a... Here's some surprise cringe for your viewing pleasure. Women have been transforming the world every day in ways both big and small, but you wouldn't know it from search results because society has taught search engines to become biased. If you're searching greatest painters, the default is going to be male. As a mother who has two daughters, it was heartbreaking to see the sexualization of girls. What am I supposed to feel like if I type in something perfect and I don't really see myself? Search results reflect cultural stereotypes, distorting women's achievements and potential. In Spanish, Asiatica is a woman from Asia. I don't understand. Asian does not equal sex. I just think it's important that women's contributions um, be seen at the same level as their male counterparts. That's why Pantene created She. Search Ah. Human Equalizer. Transforming the way we search by removing the bias. As a browser extension, She operates on the search backend filtering and repositioning results to yield more accurate representations. You mean creating bias. So now, a schoolgirl means a schoolgirl, and ethnicity is not a sexual invitation. This time when I search greatest engineers, there's actually three females in the top 10. That's definitely a more equitable <laughs> search result. This is what we should see. By using she, you can influence the way search engines work today, giving women's transformations the visibility they deserve. Yes, Maybe the- that super chatter dude's wife can use this and then search coders and it's all black female. <laughs> all right. All right. Calm down. <laughs> this is so insane. This is just creating bias. So, yes, this is a real ad and a real product from Pantene, the hair care company that for some reason makes a search engine now. This um, is just another product I can't buy anymore. I hate it when I- this happens. Are you a Pantene fan? Is that how you yeah, maintain I mean, it's your, fine, whatever. your blonde locks? I, I, can I state the obvious that the search engine was 100% definitely engineered by a man. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it definitely was not that chick. But he got like, a sad oh. hand job for it. <laughs> sure. Uh, from all of the chicks in here who are, who are not to be sexualized ever. Uh, I have a question too. Why stop there? Why not? Why not just make a search engine. So when you search really cool and really awesome and best, whatever, it just shows a picture of you because that's what this is really about is, is the narcissism at the expense of reality. And find me one Asian woman that's sad about a men of every ethnicity sexually fetishizing. I know what a struggle. Like, Oh, I'm so sad. I'm a perfect looking Japanese woman. Cry me a river. I don't even (laughs) want to hear it from you. And it's, it's like this obsession, this narcissism at the expense of reality, by the way, reality is not equitable to return to a theme that is controversial tonight. If I search, as you described, if I searched best basketball players, as I did earlier today, 100% black guys, by the way, is that inaccurate? No, that's correct. It was an accurate list. No, I want a search engine that returns 100% Asian men. If I search best swimsuit models, it was 100% chicks. And yes, that is also accurate. And no, it doesn't even have to be sexual. I searched best chefs and best fashion designers. And there were plenty of women on the list. I searched some other things. Uh, I, by the way, I didn't see, see myself in any of these results. Didn't see myself in great basketball player. Didn't see myself in great swimsuit model. Didn't see myself in great chef or 
great fashion designer. And by the way, that's because people are good at this craft and the craft is the reason for their fame. Caring about the demographics makes you the racist and the sexist, I might well, add. No, this is all about ego and self-image. Like, why yeah. can't people just focus on what they are good at and not look to the world to try to change it? For the world to be a reflection of their strength. And, That's not how yeah. things work. You just you, need you to find what you're good at embrace the positive attributes of your character and your ability yep. and then shut your fucking mouth about everything else you had exactly the same thought i did which is which is fundamentally this is a a legitimately serious manifestation of the progressive mind disease that is yeah. to say if the reality of the world isn't what i want it to be well that's because the world around me is wrong it's or not bias. that my perception like do you think that these wrong. people really think that and that half of the world's greatest engineers have been female. Yeah, exactly. And, per and not only that, but the racial demographic breakdown is perfect as well. It's so self-absorbed. It's just unbelievable to me that these people have this mindset. And it must be exhausting trying to change the world around you. Yeah. You know, when, when you accept the reality of the world, even if it's bad and upsets you, you'll feel relieved. It'll be a relief but because you won't be fighting against the current all the time. But that's hateful. And I, I just, I find the selective outrage so entertaining. I'll keep returning to this basketball example, but nobody looks at that list and thinks, biased list. No, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Michael, Michael Jordan and um, Right, Kobe which Bryant ironically for the left was created by, through meritocracy. Yes. Yeah. Nobody disputes, nobody claims white people were discriminated against. Right. They just right. aren't as good. Yeah. Which I'm totally <laughs> and, and, fine with. And that's okay. And by the way, returning to the other thing, that doesn't mean that Larry Bird doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. Doesn't That doesn't mean that it's Or that there's impossible. not any black female coder that's good yeah. at her job. That's it, not what I'm saying either. I just shouldn't have to keep explaining this to people. Either. What it means is that the reality, yeah, the reality of the NBA does not mean that Larry Bird doesn't exist or preclude Larry Bird from exactly. becoming Larry Bird. It just means like, Larry Bird's an oddity, and if the NBA's, if the SBA's standard was to say only Larry Bird's allowed, guess what would happen? The value of the league, the performance of the league, would go down and because the Larry Bird's of the entertainment value. Would yeah, also Larry go down. Bird's are quite rare. Yeah, there are a lot more Kobe Bryant's, and there are a lot more LeBron James's, and that's just the reality of the talent distribution, not some racial selection. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, um, this was oh, apropos of the, I figured you might like this one a little bit better. It wasn't as demoralizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the other I'm thing, just tired of dealing with women like this. It's like, it's, uh, I hate to be hard on my sex. That's a lie. I love to be hard on my sex. <laughs> it's like your number one hobby. What are you talking about? <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say about them is there are a couple cases where their, their claims are just outright false. Like they said, there's no women in my list of painters. I did the search. Frida Kahlo and Georgia O'Keeffe are both right there. Who were both hacks, by the way. I, I, I'm not an art critic. That's, you know, you're... Talk you're about more... being self-involved. Frida Kahlo only did these terrible, weird self-portraits with, like, thick symbolism. And then Georgia O'Keeffe, it was just vaginal symbolism out the wazoo. Hmm. So you suspect that's already, like, Google uh, affirmative action. For sure. Have you ever... I made a video about this years ago, but when you search, like like a uh, perfect American family. It's like all black or mixed race families. Oh, and I remember American that. Yeah. inventor was a bunch of black people that you had never heard of and stuff. George, They've already are you disputing George Washington Carver's peanut butter? Yeah, whatever. That, fine. that okay. was hugely, I, that was the most important invention of all time. We can't rewrite history here to make it as diverse as everybody wants. It's just not going to happen. And if we have diversity initiatives in any field, 
it they will fail. They will yeah, fail. This is why STEM initiatives for women are stupid. Yeah. All right, that's a show. If you want to close out with super chat, and then it's uh, it's Game of Thrones time. I can't wait to see what my oh, yeah. my beloved Arya Stark has in store for me tonight. Yeah, really. Speaking of women, something something into the show, you know. <laughs> uh, Kevin G says, "Great show. Haven't missed a podcast yet. You guys are much better than Crowder." <gasps> Take these shots. Uh, well, I have to give you fake news on that one because because he's uh you know he's the top of the game. But, he is top um, of the game. Yeah. Even being mentioned in the same sentence, I consider to be quite the honor. So thank you. Agreed. Joshua, careful with the music in the background. A lot of channels been hit with DMCA takedowns because of that. That's weak. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, don't worry. We got it. We got to figure it out. I appreciate it though. Um, Das Pooch says, Matt, you fucking heathen classic thirties and forties films are the antidote to today's <laughs> cancer. Start with the thin man series and film noir, like murder, my sweet and the Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Go from there, uh, Kevin Flanagan, this talks too much about Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Okay. They're trying to test us, man. And it's like I was saying earlier, you guys are putting us in a really tough spot. I, because people I know, will just clip it out. I know. I know. I, and I, that's not to say I don't appreciate. I'm not trying to protect any interests. I'm not trying to like throw people under the bus. But good God, man. I got to have like, I got to reserve some ability to decide what I'll read and not. Mandatory Carry says, wait, you're going to watch a pair of shitty reboots, but won't go see Alita if I pay. Matt. That, that, it's correct that I will not see good movies, and I choose terrible ones. I don't care. Uh, criticize me. He also listens to bad music. Well, I just mostly <laughs> listen to podcasts, but I listen to terrible ones like Ben Shapiro's show. I have terrible tastes in everything, basically. Okay. Sharp Breath Scorpion. <laughs> they should make a movie about Shrek and play the song All Star. That would be original. Matt is love. Blonde is life. P.S. Blonde. I love that shade of red. What tone mm. is that? I would call it a burgundy or a Bordeaux, perhaps. How about cranberry? I think cranberry is a little redder. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's a feminist menstrual blood is mm. the actual color. Do you think picture. guys can wear that color? Because I have a strong opinion on that. Menstrual blood? Well, that color that you're wearing. Uh, no, it's fine. I think it's like generally a bad bad really? color for dudes yeah i think it's too feminine like too femi red is is too no feminine. that's not like a royal red that's like a cranberry i think you're I've, wrong I've, I've had a long-standing disagreement i hate a feminine man and i think this particularly is with okay how about this is it okay for a man to wear pants that color no okay then we're in agreement there no, i'd be no. willing to negotiate on a shirt but pants are out of the question and that was the nature of the primary dispute also no capris under any circumstances man. i agree not even if you're European. <laughs> what about if you're seven feet tall and you have a man bun and a beard? Ooh, you can do whatever you want. Uh, okay. Damashi says, roses are red, violets are blue. Matt, shag me on the bed. Oh, I can't read this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, Chris Heinet says, enjoy. Thank you. Somebody got their message deleted. I'm sorry. Um, Dasser, the king in yellow, says, have a great night. We'll be watching tomorrow before work. Thanks for the sanity safe space. Well, thanks for tuning in. And by the way, what the hell are people super chatting if they get deleted but the if other Kevin ones... Flanagan's not yeah. getting deleted the, this YouTube censorship system is not correct and that's not to say I'm advocating for the censorship it's just I'm curious what's actually getting deleted Richard Porterson nor in defense here if you want your own secret honkler mag just select the custom vector from the drop down list and write honkler in the order notes we'll get it shipped out ASAP honk honk can confirm it came in a couple of days. So thank you to Richard for engraving that for me. And yeah, uh, it's all linked on the website if you want to check it out. MattChristiansonMedia.com slash deals. 
Rainier Chan, Twitter should ban Joe Biden for mentioning learn to code and why the hell it mattered again yeah. to that show. Um, and why the hell would anyone actually code that actually can code stay in Detroit? Writing a shitty web page is not coding. Change my mind. That's a good point too. Well, what they had to do real coding, like turning the water back on and making the, the traffic lights function. That was the coding requirement. Um, the human hmm. shrug. What the fuck? I like Louis Farrakhan now. Why am I getting a call from <laughs> Billings, Montana? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's my mom. Uh, Cameron Herrick. One of the hardest things for me to do is the social media bans. Is a talk. Can I read? To talk about is the social media bans. I can't, over, I can't get over the fact that these are private companies and they can do what they want. What would be your response to that? Well, in um, I'm more inclined to agree with that assessment than some other people. Uh, it's however, not possible for the individual to create a comparable platform. That's the real problem I have. And, and they have and, such a, a, a huge market share and uh, prevalence, cultural prevalence, that it has to infringe on 1A. You also have to acknowledge the realities. Stakes talks about this a lot, that there are some government entanglements about government using it as a communication platform and or funding it in certain instances, that sort of stuff. But um, but the other factor uh, at play too is, oh God, I just lost my train of thought. There's a there's another reason why, uh, oh, damn it. It's, it's, we're at the two hour mark. It's fine. I totally just dropped the ball on this. Oh, I think it's my pizza. Oh, because I- get a call. I ordered a, a pizza like ahead of time for Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. Sorry. I, I totally just botched that. My mind just went blank. And it's okay. You want to read some of these while I tell there are, there are more credible arguments. Let's see if I can refresh. Somebody myself else got their we... message deleted. Oh. Um, we're on reality lobster. Oh, I don't even have it refreshed. Okay. Reality lobster. Matt and I once made love in Rolla, Missouri truck stop shower. Cyclone Ben joined us. There were no survivors. God damn it. God damn it. Good Lord. I have to read these before I read them, but then I'm going to slow it down way more. <laughs> I was in halfway before I even knew how to. Okay, whatever. Uh, Joseph in Nachi, I made a Chrome extension for Twitter that allows you to filter tweets based on verified status or just hide verified icons. It's hmm. called T filter, but I have no idea how to market it. Hashtag T filter for links. Do you know where I am? Uh, what's the next name? Uh, Aggie Jet Pilot. I have to find it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Mary Cinco de Mayo from Tejas. Just kidding, America. Well, Mary Cinco de Mayo to you as well. Uh, let's see. Caleb and Levi says, if coders all had to be, to be black women, nothing in this country would run great. Oh, it's back again. Uh, the, the, oh, this is the one that you read before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, so, I read the one. Sorry. So we're good on that. Gotcha. man 917 says, I'm thankful if you can... I'm thankful you can still bring us our sanity safe safe space live, but I'll be honest, I'm kind of retarded. Do it live. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Fritz Leschenbranner. Laura Loomer is so dumb that even the uh, Michelin man? Mi oh, the Michelin man went uh, in on her Twitter over her fake slash tires oh, yeah. fiasco. I forgot about that one. That one was bad. Suggesting it was common tire wear, not Antifa. Pet Coke doesn't. Melt, melt steel beams. That was a bad one yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know. I still find her likable though. She does have kind of like an I don't give a fuck attitude that I find admirable. Um, um, I can take these on if you want. All right, go. You Travis Hammer, have news. either of you just fake news me for that? For appreciating um, Laura Loomer. Travis yeah. Hammer, have either of you seen <laughs> uh, any of Soft's content? She's 13 and is savage. Hopefully she is a harbinger. I actually 
Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Finish the super chat. Uh, Generation Z smashing social justice nonsense. Please get her on the show. I love her channel. My mom and I watch all of her videos. I would love to get her on my channel. Skag, I mean, Skag has some ethical concerns with her age, I think. She goes way back to video game content. And it was sort of controversial back then, like several years ago. Yeah. Because, and I'm not diminishing her talent. I, I'm not saying she doesn't do her own stuff. I'm not making accusations at all. But what the issue at the time was, was it seen, she was really young, several years. She's still really young, but she was really young then. It seemed to me, and maybe I have a totally warped perception, that she was a prop of some adult. No, man, she's a she's a really high verbal IQ. I am convinced that this is her own doing. Uh, I'm not saying that she's not doing it herself. I'm just saying that I think at, in origin, she was put up by an adult in a way that I have some concerns with. That's not to say that I would refuse to talk to her or something like that. But um, um, I think she's 14 now. Yeah, it's. Uh, and she talks about this in some of her videos. But like when I was 14, like, I knew plenty of people that were doing drugs and having sex. Like we all need to remember what being 14 was. It's not, she looks really young for her age, but I, I don't want to treat her like a child. She clearly has a really high verbal IQ. She's really smart. She's woke on a lot of issues. Um, so I don't want to treat her like she's some dumb kid, you know? No, I just have some questions about the origin. That's all. And that's not to say that it's on the level of like Desmond or something like that. I just, I'm a, I'm a little bit wary, but, and, and, uh, and honestly, unfortunately, those are things like she's, she's so young. I can't ask her questions about that sort of stuff. That's not really my area. I, just, I, I mean, what she's what a freshman in high school, something like that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm a little too skeptical admittedly, uh, because a lot of people really love her stuff and I totally understand why I'm not trying to diminish. She says it. that she writes with her brother. Um, Could be. He's a young teenager as well. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to say that her talent, that, that she's a prop, a full prop of somebody else doing all the work. I just worry that there were some, there was some nudging to put a child on display in a certain way. A, few a bit of back. a daddy o five thing. Something like that. But I don't know a, any of his origins. So but that was totally that. abusive. I'm not saying this was totally abusive either. Okay, uh, recent evil. No matter how much gin and juice he drinks or how much chronic he smokes, Snoop will never get the taste of Suge Knight's ding-dong out of his mouth. Jeez, wow. Um, Danny Montaner, check out the Commandant. He made a really positive support video. <laughs> I do like the Commandant. Mm. Uh, Markod says the Senate Democrats put out a Twitter poll uh, whether they want justice like Kavanaugh or Ginsburg. Um, 70% said Kavanaugh. Yeah. 30%. Mm. That went so well. 30% of responders want to kill the Supreme Court. She's dead. She's definitely dead. Oh I yeah. Agree. Where has she been? She's been on the, the bench the whole time. Haven't you seen? Yeah. Yeah, really? Uh, she's just lifting weights on the bench hmm. all day. John Martin. I listened to the entire bar testimony by the end. I was literally raging against the Democrats and their sheer stupidity and malice. Steel Day is quite the holiday. It's infuriating. A big hmm. donation from our friend Bibi. She just said yes. I am not going to be niggardly. Thanks, Bibi. You use that way too much. I only do it for worthy contributions. John McGee. So Steve Cohen is now Needles from Back to the Future. Neither of us know that reference because I haven't seen that movie. Uh, uh, I'll, I could look it up. What's the matter, McFly? Chicken? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It must. It, of course, I don't know the movie reference. But yes, it must be a line in the movie. I've uh, never seen Back to the Future. I don't care. Yes, I'm going right. to see Aladdin. I don't care. Uh, SK says, 
recently had a self-described moderate lib good friend of mine tell me, a libertarian conservative, he doesn't think we want the same thing for the U.S. without seeing just how telling that statement is. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would hope that you guys don't want the same thing for the U.S. I, I'm having a hard time because of being in this world for so long, gauging what your average leftist is really like. I don't know anymore. I'm disconnected from that because we just affiliate with fringe. I hope, right? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I to the point to the point of the chat. I do worry that foundational. Not worry. I observe it. Foundational values, foundational goals are less and less shared. Yeah, and that's uh, that's difficult to overcome. SFSDF. After the female black women of color saved the Detroit streetlights, the whole city stood up and clapped while the former BuzzFeed writers continued to beg on the streets <laughs> for being unable to code. Great That's story. exactly how it went. Compelling and rich. The Don Zilio show says, stay groovy, freak biatches. We'll try. Well, um, thanks. Caleb and Levi. Sorry I went so hard on you, dude. Yeah. I get angry sometimes. I'm just, I'm just angry. Thank you for the context. And, Did not have any. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Yeah, we should. Okay. This is probably more of a misunderstanding than anything else. Yeah. So blonde tends to go pretty hard. Um, that said, you know, like, Ooh. also, I'm a little uncomfortable with having to super chat again to clarify your previous super chats. Yeah, so, sorry, no, dude. Seriously speaking, if you want to. Uh, yeah. If you want those uh, refundable. Square refundable. up a little bit. And I'm not saying that like, screw you, man, for criticizing. No, I'm yeah. saying like, this unfolded in sort of a regrettable way. So if you want to, and what I, have I mean, no apologies. I'm not saying that you have to apologize. I'm saying that, that the, the super chatting to communicate unfolded in kind of an odd way where maybe yes. he didn't necessarily mean what had happened or whatever. And I think we can all agree that at the heart of this is that I'm a giant bitch. And, and at the heart of this is blonde is for sure. A hundred percent. Right. <laughs> And can't be criticized, which ironically is why she has skepticism about certain other people uh, <laughs> that shall not be named. Oh my god! OMG. Yeah. By the way, you are what you're skeptical of. Oh, somebody just said hobo. Frodo said somebody can't handle criticism. They must be talking about you. Uh, um, well, you, you could you could apply it to both. It's Here's, my fragile female ego. That's really and I do I do want to be fair. I'm not saying you can't criticize, but that's the the other angle that that is is true is like elevating elevating criticism with with money or whatever is kind of a weird standard to set i'm i don't know i well, I, I watched the I live sh chat if you guys just at me in the live chat you don't have to send money if you want to right that's what i'm saying yeah. like if there's plenty of times where the chat disagrees we're willing to address or talk about point is it seems like caleb and levi have been somewhat inadvertently like the, you've been caught in the crosshairs of blonde's emotional bitchiness. Sure, sure, See, whatever. How do you guys feel about 19 now? How do you feel about it? Do you think I should be able to vote? <laughs> Clearly not. I know. Or those abortion okay. chicks? Do you want any of us voting? Yeah. Uh, Frigsby, a big donation, says, love you guys. Thank you so much. I am not going to be niggardly. This sounder. Those are the rules. <laughs> this sounder's got to stop. Mr. Fahrenheit yeah. says, never apologize, blonde. I don't. Um, Kevin Flanagan, this is, this one is good. He's literally going to get us destroyed. I can't, <laughs> um, Data Lose 61, uh, that guy's wife disagree, but what did his wife's boyfriend think? What? Yeah. Which, fair enough. Which, which one? Who? What? Oh, the super chat. Yeah. I'm really bad at this. Sock Puppet Joe. Apparently the Asian people who were harassed for wearing MAGA hats in DC were North Korean defectors. What? Whoa. I didn't even hear that story. I'll have to check it out. 
Um, I'm not reading this one drop. Screw you. Uh, Matthew Rowley. Hey guys, can't listen tonight, but we'll catch tomorrow. Keep up the great work and thank you for everything you do. Let me reload this. You guys okay. are too many anti-Semitic comments that I just don't support and can't read. Uh, do you know where I am? Can you? Yeah, you left off at Matthew Rowley, right? Sarah Dellingham says, I am 50. I am Jewish. and I disagree with your commentary, but often agree with more and enjoy the show. The super chat is to say that Plon's comments about daycare are 100% accurate Yay, a month or two ago. You. So you are vindicated. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, J-Rock, some people or people should stay off your case for not saying certain things. Everyone has to set up their own walls to protect themselves. Much like Israel and not America. <laughs> Nothing suspicious about that. God, and I just fall into these. Do you think I should start reading them before I read You them? cannot be serious. You people, cannot be serious. People are trying to get us, man. Well, they, it's they like a game. Got us good. It's a game at this point. Yeah. And we probably shouldn't keep reading them. Um, but I'm going to. Hater, Jeffrey, I can't watch live today, so have a good night and be safe out there. We're trying. Yamafego, I was watching the Venezuelan stuff go, Venezuela stuff go down. It was crazy and really graphic. Funnily enough, I saw a few Antifa shirts. I'd love to know more about that, but hmm. I haven't seen anything about it. I don't know. I don't know. I think it just seems run, like run of the mill socialism. Uh, although Antifa are yeah, our socials. Um, Boogie Meister, what do you guys think about spicy meme gun guns, home built ghost guns, rifle caliber pistols, etc.? It sounds like a mad question. Uh, well, ghost guns as far as like non-serialed guns. The the reality is people can 3D print their own Glock lowers and stuff like that, or uh, uh, machine their own 80% lowers. Like this is the future. Manufacturing your own guns that are untraceable is become is going to become less and less difficult with each passing year. So to me, that all just means that the reality, what, what are you grinning about? I just like watching you dance around the suggestion that people should do something illegal, which I outright advocate for pretty much all the time. Well, none of that stuff is necessarily illegal. It's the, trans illegal? It's the transfer. You can, you can manufacture your own firearms. Um, Seriously? As long as, yeah, as long as they, as long as you're not, let's put it this way. If I need to manufacture an NFA item, like a short barreled rifle or shotgun or a silencer, then I actually have to go through the process of registering the serial with the ATF. But let's say I just want to manufacture my own AR that has a 16 inch barrel, a normal AR. You could use an 80% lower that has no serial, nothing trackable on it. You'd have to actually do the machining, punching the holes in it to assemble it yourself. And that requires some precision, but it's not as though that's very difficult. People do this all the time and um, they're not, and, and there's no, there's absolutely no record. of. I did not like know that. that. Uh, yeah. And, and the reality of course, is that this is just going to get easier and easier to do. And so it doesn't make, it makes even less sense to try to restrict civilian gun ownership in nonsensical ways when soon enough, they'll be able to just do it themselves. One drop says about Venezuela, we don't have a wall. So the wrong action could increase actual refugees at our border. That's true too. Uh, the positive side of shit show Venezuela, Venezuelans sure as hell won't vote for socialism. I, think I don't they know. Will. I think they, they will, will actually. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, um, but we'll Mom, see. Sonic seriously, Matt, I don't know why I keep supporting your bad habits. Hold out for the Joker movie, dude. There's going to be a Joker movie. Yeah. I'm actually going to see that one too. I, I legitimately think that one looks awesome. It's Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. It's kind oh, of a Joker a origin like story. Him. It looks really cool. That one looks genuinely good. And thank you, Popmon. And by the way, why not all three? Why not Aladdin? Why not Sonic? Why not Joker? I'm, what's, is it just Joker? I forget what the name of the movie is. I have no idea. I didn't even know. This it's good. Name. It looks good though. I saw the trailer. Rafael Salvador, is it weird that I got hard when those shrieking liberal herpes were arrested? I'm a gay guy who likes Daddy Matt. I would say well, that thanks. that does that is weird. Yeah, 
yeah. doesn't matter. I'm a fan of irony. Too bad those harpies couldn't have been an abortion. Ooh. Somehow I'd be okay with it. Ooh, the that's, mighty that's sumo. Harsh. Hey guys, haven't been able to catch the show live for a few months. I was forced to take the day off due to an extreme case of birthday. <laughs> so here's some non-gay bucks so Matt can buy a decent beer. You heard I've, what he said about I've already addressed earlier. this. I, I thank you. I thank Happy you birthday, um, Liana Strafier. I hope yeah. society fixes itself before the world goes down to the same route as Rome. I think we're deep into that already. Uh, one drop about the abortion video. Do you really want idiots like these clearly broken girls having children? Democrats should not have children left to extinction now. Not <laughs> I mean, well, there's an argument to be made about the quality of woman that that wants to do this, but but that's not the child's fault. That's, yeah, it's not the child's fault. I don't I I don't want these broken girls. How about that? That's that's what I'd rather have. Right, right, right. Maybe and that's too idealistic. I don't know. I don't think that there's no path for redemption for them. I think if they like realize what they had done and stopped encouraging other young women to do that, then I mm. think that you know it would be different. Uh, Lee Cartwright, Bill Clinton used to say abortion should be safe, legal, rare. By 2030, all Democrats will demand it be funded by triple taxing churches. Yeah. And you should be forced to celebrate it. It's you have to go to the party. That's the end game. It's going to be that yeah. and mandatory gay marriage in the future. <laughs> yeah. That's the end result. Yeah. Uh, zirconium too. keep those foreskins safe, boys. A lot of crazy <laughs> women out there. Mm. Womp, womp. These are deeply troubled kids who are not mature enough to be living on their own. We should encourage kids to take gap years if they decide to go to college. A few years of work may help these kids grow up. I totally agree. Um, Reality Lobster Blonde, did you see the female freedom expires at 35 video on New York Times about the slut who banged the guys in the TV biz for years, but's not yeah. complaining there are no good men are around for her anymore. I mean, that just shows a lack of foresight. Everybody on earth knows they're going to get old, right? Everybody on earth. Uh, it seems like a lot of people don't know that or at least don't plan accordingly. Can't stay young and hot forever. You got to cash in. Um, Mitchell Wilson, SCOTUS. And I don't mean like financially. I mean, like find a good man when you're young and hot. That's what it really what I mean. Hmm. People, the MGTOW audience is like. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Wilson, SCOTUS case, Packingham versus North Carolina, where North Carolina passed laws banning sex offenders from using social media. SCOTUS found it unconstitutional, uh, unanimously found it unconstitutional based on government cannot restrict your access to the public square of Facebook. Oh, but in that case, it was the government banning the speech. It wasn't Facebook banning them. It was government, right? I'm not um, aware of that case, but that's what it sounds like. I got to stop touching my face because my dad was like, stop yeah, touching your face. Deal with it. Blonde, I do it all the time. Dad. I got to like lean and yeah. Um, Michelle Wee says, just got a new job and wanted to share the love and say thank you for all the rough times you guys have helped. Oh, me well, thanks. So and congratulations on the new job. Oh, thank you. You guys get us through. Um, it's my, uh, Michaela Wee. I fucked that up. I said Michelle doing that. Michaela, um, right? Michaela? I think so. It's spelled maybe like not. Michael. With it me. looks like Michael A, but yeah. My, I think it's Michaela, but maybe it's We're sorry Michaela. for messing up your name. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much. That's heartfelt. Uh, Jared Tank, work retail. One lady brought up a sign that says rise and shine. She mumbled and asked me if I knew the origin and I have no idea. Looks me dead in the eyes and say that they said it to slaves before they worked. She found it incredibly distasteful and demanded to know why we sold it. Even if that's true, why the fuck should I care? Are we going to get rid mm. of every eeny, meeny, miny, mo too? Grow up and get bent. Is that yeah. true? I don't even care. God, I, that's, I don't yeah. Customer service jobs. So you could maintain, maintain that patience and, uh, and work toward those goals. It, yeah. it pays off in the end, man. I dealt with the same crap at, um, at target when people tried to return like half drank Pepsis and stuff like that. 
I never had something like that, but um, but man, that's annoying. I can agree. Darling, Kate, keep up the good work. You guys are hope alive for the future. Your female boomer fan and husband, very sweet. I know we're hard on boomers, but it's just because I've heard my parents say so much dumb stuff. I love you, mom and dad. I I don't rip the boomers ever. Basically, that's that's all you. It's resentment because of the economy and the cultural situation we were handed. It's not all boomers. I'm a good boy to the boomers. I leave them alone. One of the many reasons you hate me. (laughs) Tim K. Better than Crowder any day. Thank you. Well, thanks. Um, Ryan North. Arise, shine, and your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Isaiah 61. That lady can get bent. Ah, Hmm. so that's not the origin. Cody J. Run, Don't Walk made a video about the she search engine. I highly recommend it. Plus, a lot of the default search results were faked. Ugh. Kyle Wells, in as good as it gets, Jack Nicholson's character said, people who talk in metaphors ought to shampoo my crotch, replace metaphors with proselytizing messages, and it fits nicely with Pantene. Agree. Uh, D. Benham, I was considering deleting my Facebook account, but I decided to go out like a G, and I just posted a clip of Alex Jones and on Joe Rogan instead. Good for you. <laughs> One drop next week. Uh, talk about Facebook coming out their uh, own with their own cryptocurrency. That oh, can I hadn't never heard go this. wrong, conservatives. Is wow. that happening? Yeah, we'll see how this goes. A lot of a lot of social media networks are doing that. Ooh. Mines has it, DLive has it. Uh, I guess Facebook would go that route. Hmm. Um, one drop says next week. Oh, I just read that one. A Corvassi. If you want to search something in Google, you Google it. If you want to search something in she, you she it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was clever. I I like that one. That's good. Okay. Uh, J C K D D S N. We don't live in Orwell's world. We live in Huxley's. Brave New Worlds is perhaps a superior book. Uh, let me reload. Keyboard cat. Dang, we got several over on Streamlabs too. You guys are crazy tonight. Crazy. Let me just wrap these out. Yeah. Um, Solus 48, one of my first live shootings thought, or live viewings. <laughs> <laughs> one of my first live shootings tonight. <laughs> live viewings. It's 8.15. What do you guys want? Thought I'd at you and let you know how much you helped me keep sane here in Seattle land. Oh, oh well, I thanks. feel for you. I hope you. you didn't get AIDS like the last Seattle. And don't show. go on a mass shooting. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't wait till that gets Sargon. Blonde <laughs> said, don't go on a mass shooting. Clearly. No, I really mean it. Yeah. I wouldn't rape you. Uh, hmm. Rob Morowiec. Rowiec. I started a petition to place pressure on Facebook and Twitter for their violations of CDA section 230. How can I share the link with you? Just shoot it to Matt's personal email box and yeah. we'll check it out. Yep. Um, Darlene Cates, check out Tim pool video on the movement of L versus R uh, eye opening. I'll have to check it out. I'm subscribed to Tim, but I don't know if I saw that particular video. Um, and I believe that's the last one. Uh, okay. Um, let's see over on uh, Streamlabs, Redica says responding to the butta gay. <laughs> questioner needs to call him a pog and asked him how he passed his rifle qualification quoting angry cops i haven't seen the uh, oh he needs to uh call him a pogue sorry it's that time of night i don't i don't see that written out very frequently i always forget that's what the yeah, anyway that time of night where i can't uh my mind doesn't work obviously yeah i uh, appreciate it vintage says i've worked as a developer for 10 plus years in three major cities in the time in that time, I have never met a black female developer. There are oh. about 10 to 20% female, and I've seen a grand total of three black developers. It must be the hate. It's all the hate in the coders' hearts. Only explanatory factor. Uh, Brit Bong says, uh, long live Sargon and long live the queen. Well, hopefully they can get things turned around over there Yep. Uh, on the other side of the Atlantic. Phil, who I unfortunately had to um, 
move on from earlier for the spicy contribution says understood i'll do better next time with a winky face i don't know if that means he'll go even harder or if he'll i anyway appreciate it man honkler vault says matt get better beer blonde you are fabulous why (laughs) i know people are joking but it's like why would you be bothered by some what someone's beverage is anyway i know i know you're kidding and i've already discussed this so i'm not going back to it and I'm not going to get blonde level defensive about it either. No, why do I get so defensive? <laughs> sorry for sorry the censors make the spicy messages uh, put you in a hard place. Well, thanks for um, thanks for supporting the show. Miles Kinsler says, "Hey guys, I don't have much to say except I hope a bird flies by and shit on Mark Zuckerberg's face. I'd like to see that." Redicus uh, says, "Venezuela seems to need mills, barrels, and ammo. The very reason that the ghost gunner and the democratization of gun uh, plans seem to be of the utmost priority. Yeah, that's that's the reality too. People worry about the negative effects of this. What about the positives? Yeah. What if the people in Venezuela could print these things and topple Maduro in justified fashion themselves? Yep. That'd be cool. No foreign intervention needed." Loyal Beauty B Soldier NYC says the heat blonde's getting on her coding comment infuriates me. The reality is you are likely to be good at something you enjoy. Men on average biologically enjoy systems and abstract reasoning. This makes them more likely to pursue program programming careers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was the female thing that upset people. I think it was the racial thing. Hmm. But, you know, well, I I mean, again, it's it's not that it can't happen it's that it does not frequently and the point is yeah. if you made it a point if you made it a goal to put this particular demographic first and foremost over coding skill yes it will suffer but we've, yeah. we've rehashed that several times uh Renicus says i want to name the screaming student screamer gonzalez not as iconic as chubby cabra that's a good one though chubby cabra was a good one yeah ben says hey matt looking for some advice i've been <laughs> this is kevin this is Kevin Flanagan, and he's spicy again. He's doing a he's doing a coincidence detector level trickery. I almost read it out. Yeah. Kevin, listen, man, I appre- he's I don't know what to say to Kevin. I appreciate that he's supporting the show, but he's he's trying to trap us harder harder than they tried to trap William Barr. That's what he's it's doing. Actually, Kevin Flanagan is just my mom. It just, could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter, uh, oh sorry, Peter. Thanks for supporting the show, though. Meet you. Um, what is with the whole meme at a leftist public demonstration? They have to cover any camera recording. I want everyone to see what I am doing, but only what, uh, when I get to say what they, uh, when they can't watch it. Yeah, it's because they think that I don't, they want to describe what happened later, not actually have it be witnessed. You know, because when it's witnessed, then they don't look so good. But when they describe how they were victimized, their intersectionality points give them credibility. Okay, are we all set? Uh, a, a shout out before we get out of here to uh, our contrib- top contributors over on DLive, VMQ, Senti, and Yo Crunch. Thank you guys for supporting the show. It's Game of Thrones time. Uh, so unless yeah. you have any any other items before we oh, get I'm out of so here. Oh, I'm so ready for all this female ass kicking. I can't. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. And um, and yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on my email so we can resolve any of the lingering tensions. I appreciate that we were able to get that somewhat ironed out. And if you have hate mail, send it to Blonde's email. Just don't email me telling me you're mad about what Blonde said. I'm not her boss. Don't Don't do that, guys. I'll totally read it if you send it to me. I will. (laughs) Anyway, thanks to everybody for tuning in live. Um, If you're listening later on uh, one of the platforms on demand, either YouTube or the audio platforms, or DLive Replay, which you can do too. Thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. 
Uh, remember, there is more material, uh, including Wednesday night's call-in show on the audio platform, so you can check those out. They're all linked conveniently in the description. You can email us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not meet the press. It's Beauty in the Beta. See you later. Have a good night.